Welcome back. This is Untitled, episode 13. Today is December 13th. Ironic, isn't it? I'm also talking a little bit like a robot right now, but we have Reese Holleran in the house today, a former high school uh, colleague of mine, a friend, uh, a very avid listener of the show now. Uh, he is he's ready to talk a little bit of sports today. We got a lot on the agenda. Welcome to the show, Reese. Hey, Travi. Thanks for having me. Heck yeah, it's good to have you, dude. I'm um, excited. I know, me too. Uh, before we get started up on everything, uh, I wanted to touch base on a couple new developments going on in the untitled world, not only here, but also in my life. Uh, I decided recently to be open to the opportunity of getting back into video gaming. I have been an avid anti-video gamer for the past, let's say, about four years, and when my buddy set up a Twitch stream recently, this is Michael Jennison, by the way, Reese. Um, when he yeah. set up a recent Twitch stream on like one of his burner accounts, I watched it for a little bit and I got this urge to fuck people up on Fortnite. So is he's been playing Fortnite. Yeah. He's been playing Fortnite. That's what I want to play too, dude. I guess you don't have to build anymore. Yeah. So. I haven't played since that, but it sounds pretty fun. Yeah, dude. I, uh, I actually tried to play, uh, I think two days ago or yesterday, and I tried to turn on my PS4 and my controller didn't work. So that's how long, that's <laughs> how far gone I am right now, dude. Pretty it's hot insane. start. Yeah, dude. All I, my biggest dream right now is to just fucking shoot that L dance on people, maybe do the gritty on some <laughs> knockdown bodies. That's uh, that's the dream right now. Hey, as long as there's not a bunch of sweaty 10-year-olds building on me, I'd play. Oh, yeah, dude. It, it got kind of annoying. Uh, people just literally got shot once and they built a fucking mansion back in the day. <laughs> Shit was ridiculous. And now they made it more into like a war zone option where you can just make it where it's a no build mode. And I think that's kind of fun. Yeah, that's that's so, definitely better. Yeah. Anyways, no, dude, that's uh, I'm eyeballing that again, but I got to figure out how to like use a PS4 controller again. So I'm far gone. I'm a little washed up to be honest, but eyes open. It's just like riding oh. a bike, really. Yeah, dude. Also, Christmas is on the radar, guys. Uh, Reese, you you get all your gifts yet? Friends, family, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I locked a couple in today, but other than that, I'm behind as usual. Yeah, How about you? I know I didn't get enough on Cyber Monday, but I had a call and for our like our like one of our sides of the family, we do like a white elephant thing, so we got to like chip in like something for $40 or less and so I gotta hit the mall and basically go crazy in the fucking tech store buying all these PS4 controllers and while I'm doing that I'll simultaneously get just a few of these like I don't know fucking random gifts maybe just gift cards gift cards (laughs) that's good actually yeah how about I just hit target up yeah stop shop you can't miss Fucking, you get an Olive Garden gift card. <laughs> you get a Kohl's gift card. Just throw them for every single gift I have to give. That's actually a great idea. I almost never get gift cards, but maybe I'll sell out. Yeah, you won't hear a single complaint. I mean, it's not like anything anybody gets that excited about. So if you're looking for satisfaction like that, I mean, you're, you're shooting down the wrong trap. But, I mean, I, it's kind of like whatever at this point. 
Maybe a, maybe a Yeti cup. That's always a nice little. Mm. I might do that. That's pretty good. Because also you kind of want people to grab your gifts. Otherwise, you're just like sitting there like um, just knowing that you got the worst gift in the world and people just <laughs> yeah. keep swapping for it. Yeah, it's like, I don't want that. It's like, ooh. Yeah. Anyways, Christmas also means that uh, we're right around the bowl game season, so we got a lot lined up for uh, today's episodes with regards to college football. On today's episode 13, we're going to dig into college football for a little while. We're going to release the inaugural college basketball people's top 10 for the week of uh, December 11th. So this was... This was uh, just so you know, all spreads and all data points were collected on Sunday. So if it's it changes, things change. This is where it gets confusing because with college football, people's top 10, it was so easy to be like, you're this. And by the time I record, yeah. nothing's changed unless it's like a matching game and I record too late on Tuesday. With college basketball, it's changing every day. So I collect it on like um, Sunday morning and then things change and people might be pissed because I don't know, Texas loses big or Texas plays a horrible game. And I'm like, well, sorry about it, bro. But we recognize them on Sunday. So sounds like you're anyway. going to have to start an episode every two days now. Oh dude, I'd fucking shoot myself. No, I'm <laughs> joking. I, I love it, dude. I love doing it. But, um, Every week, every week's a good, a good amount, you know. I'm not that much of a genius to pop out content like that. I also have a full-time job, so fucking. Yeah, that makes things tough. Places like Barstool can suck it because what do they do? Like stand-up comedy every once in a while on a Saturday. Fucking make the supply chain world run, bro. I'm a warrior out here selling shit. All right, anyways, inaugural college basketball people's top 10. We'll dig into a little bit more about college basketball after that. We're going to dig into the NFL, the National Football League, for just a little bit. And uh, we'll finish up with some MLB talk. Reese is a big baseball guy. He's got a lot to say. I'm ready to have my ears open for once and shut my mouth for a little bit because I only bring in the best of the best to talk MLB because I for sure can't do it myself. So Can't be talking me up this much. A lot of pressure. Uh, pressure's on, brother. I'm, I'm begging you. I'm on my knees just asking for something. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I was going there. Uh, hey, quick side note. Did you see Miss Croatia, um, what she made comments for coming into today's game? She made comments? You know, yeah, you know Miss Croatia, right? That girl that was wearing that sexy suit for the world. Yeah, Cup. she's she's cute. Yeah, no, she's fucking bonkers, bro. She's Definitely got, cute. Yeah, she's she's a cutie. Anyways, uh, she made a note that she would get naked if Croatia wins the World Cup. Did she really? Who, yeah, I guess who lost today? Oh. Yeah, it's kind of sucks. So the world. Um, Is that who Argentina played today? I have no idea, to be honest. I didn't yeah, I mean, watch it. All I did was I saw a sexy picture of her on Twitter, and I'm like, ooh, this is Like the link. <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, Croatia loses, and her her comments are no longer valid. I'm like, fuck, dude. Dude, you know how much money she should she could make by not doing anything? She, all she has to do is, like, make her, like, 
Twitter URL viral and she could make an OnlyFans, just collect money for taking like just regular Instagram photos. She's yeah. that viral. She's all over the world, bro. Does she wear the same checkered outfit everywhere she goes? I would if I were her. I hope <laughs> so, Did I look at her Instagram? And like the first 10 pictures I seen were all of her in that checkered outfit. So oh, explain to me what's going on there. Um, you know what Coach Snows used to say, right? Um, don't fix what ain't broke. So, <laughs> yep. Why try to reinvent the wheel when you got something good going, bro? That's true. Yeah. And bend your knees. Exactly. Yep, bend your knees. Power comes from your knees. Um, any, any of you that don't know, Coach Snows, uh, he was a former coach of ours in high school. But anyways... Yeah, dude. She's like an icon, though. So why wear anything else? Because she's as iconic as like a Hooter girl at this point. You okay. know what you're getting. You see the picture and you're like, oh, yeah, that's her. You know? Okay, that's fair. You see her in public wearing the checker and you, there's just no doubts left. Yeah, dude. She's as iconic as that and maybe the people's top 10 from the Untitled podcast. Well, I wouldn't go that Hey, let's not go that far. Come on oh, now. Dude, I, I literally get that shit tattooed on my body at this point. <laughs> it's iconic people see the pt10 even hashtag pt10 people just know what's up yeah it's probably one two right now on my twitter feed yeah and then three being croatia girl so yeah if that's where she's from exactly i think that's a country right yeah <laughs> or a continent i'm not quite sure yeah oh before we go into college football did you see that oh, i I think his name was like Jeremiah or something. The twelve-year-old dude who looked like he was fucking thirty. Right, there's no chance that guy's not older than me and you. Um. Yeah, he looks like it. He had a mustache. Do people grow mustaches at twelve years old? Well, you tell me at twenty-four, because it's a no from me. Well, okay, I did shave yesterday. I was going into the office tomorrow, so I shaved. So that's why I don't have facial hair today. But I struggled to grow a mustache that that guy has at the age of 12, so. Yeah, dude, it took me till I was fucking at least 23. I've only, I have only hit puberty, like, last year. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> Fucking crazy. I'll take half of his genetics and just run with it. I could have, like, totally gone to be, like, an offensive lineman and maybe the Colts or something if I could have got his genetics or something. Abused him. That guy's actually 12, though. I feel like we got a uh, Bishop Sycamore, was it? I don't know, dude. Fucking probably Oak Hill. He's probably playing up like seven grades. Oh, but remember those like 40-year-olds that were playing like high school or college football or whatever? Bishop Sycamore last year? Oh, shoot. No, do you mean the people that beat up on that Canada team by like 100 points? Like ran up the score? The Bishop Sycamore, I'm looking it up. The school scandal. Oh, shit. It was a scandal? Wait, were they actually playing older people? Yeah, they were. it must have been like D3 because they were playing... Oh, no, no, High school football team. They, like, beat up on... They were the playing, like, IMG Academy on ESPN, August 29th of 2021. And they were, like, like 30-year-old guys. On their roster. Dude, they had a year of eligibility. They're getting their GED. 
<laughs> that's true. I shouldn't be hating on them for that. Yeah, dude. Trying to get their grades up. That's my. That's on me. Yeah. Shout out to uh, my boy Michael Jennison one more time too because he decided to get into school and academics. So let's give him a round of applause. And if you see him, you know, tell him good job. Keep up the good work. My man's on route to potentially be on the honor roll. So good for him. All right, let's let's talk a little sports, why don't we? Um, start off with a little college football. Big news from the past week was Heisman was released. Caleb Williams is the new Heisman. Uh, thoughts on that? Initial thoughts? Uh, I think that was kind of a no-brainer, right? Okay, so you're on Caleb Williams' side. You're not a max dude. Yeah, like Caleb Williams can sling that thing. He's He looks pretty good. Um, what if I counter with uh, Stetson Bennett, maybe? Stetson Bennett, no. Not a chance. He Brother's plays for Georgia. Winner. Brother's a winner. I'd be a winner if I was playing for Georgia, too. Uh, I don't know. Not everybody wins like that. Uh, I don't know. I well, think he's I got a better team. Caleb Williams has got way more talent, I think, than he does. Like, I do like Stetson Bennett, and he's a good college quarterback, but. Yeah, no, I'm totally joking. Caleb Williams is getting compared to Patrick Mahomes yeah. when he's in college. I mean, that's insane. Also, yeah. I think it's a curse when you get compared that much to somebody that great right away because that means that people have too high of expectations. So I always feel like it's a trap to be that good in college. And I'll say one thing. We're going to talk about Brock Purdy a little bit later, but have you ever thought about how it seems like the big surprises and like the long-term development people seem to come from smaller schools, not mid-majors all the time, but like not blue-blooded Georgia, Alabama. I mean, yeah, two is good. But Matt Stafford two... just won a championship last year from Georgia. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like there is, but there isn't just because they're not talked about as much. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when a small school guy comes in, it's like, hey, this guy's from – so it's so like Kurt Warner's from you and I, you know, but like yeah, when Stafford yeah, comes yeah. in out of Georgia, nobody's really talking about him as much. Yeah. Maybe they're also expected to win. Um, guess Justin Herbert, Oregon, if I remember. So, uh, like, I just feel like they got bigger shoes to fill automatically coming into the NFL. Yeah. Sometimes, Jordan, Love, Jordan Love, same kind of situation. Yeah. <laughs> Utah State product, second round pick, no first round pick, fucking banger of a guy. Um, yeah, Caleb Williams, I think it was a no-brainer too. I joke around a little bit, but definitely deserving of the Heisman. It was uh, – I'm what are, your thought- what are your thoughts on his nails? Dude, fucking keep them going. Do that every game. I think it's – I like the swagger. Yeah. I don't hate it either. A lot of old heads have been – like, I don't know, hating on it, but... Well, fuck them old heads, bro. Also, when they lose, like, people were putting a lot of that, like, Utah loss on them the second time, but I feel like he played about as well as he could have. Their defense was just non-existent. Well, first of all, the first loss is totally understandable. It's so hard to win in Utah. Yeah. Utah, I actually think, might be a top five school with hardest places to play. I think that the big house is up there. I think that uh Clemson is up there probably Alabama the swamp when they're good uh 
maybe. Um, I still would probably put Utah ahead of the Swamp. And then Kinnick coming in at number one, I assume? Yes, exactly. Kinnick yeah. definitely coming in on one. It's going to be a total game changer next year. We've got fucking Cade McNamara. We're going to – I mean, hear me out. Don't let me lose you on this first one. I think that our ceiling is potentially the 2019 LSU Tigers. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, that sounds, that sounds spot on. Yeah, but the floor, um, the floor could potentially be the 2022 as, Iowa Hawkeyes. No, no, no. The floor is probably 2020 Alabama Crimson Tide. So we, we got some range. We got there some is, range. yeah. Wiggle room. Overall, we still will win the national title, but it's a matter of how. How. how yeah. Will we be among the best? That's or true. Will we be almost among the best? That's kind of the issue I've been having with the Vikings this year a little bit, but. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. That was a little tough this past week. You said you went to the game, by the way. We talked about that pretty. Uh, yeah, the Jets one. Yeah. Oh, that was two weeks ago. Yeah. So you didn't go. Oh fuck yeah! They, they played the Lions at Ford yeah. Field this past yeah. week. Yeah. Brain fart. Yeah. No sweat. Yeah. No worries. Lions bro. game was good, but the uh, Jets game was better. Yeah, that was a. I don't know. I, I'd argue that that Lions game was pretty entertaining. It was. Lots of you, points. I feel like nobody's ever had 223 sneaky yards until Justin Jefferson did. Emphasis on sneaky. Yeah, because you looked at those stats and he popped up and you're like, wait, what? Yeah, he didn't look like. I mean, you could tell he was like getting a ton, but you got to remember. Receiving it more than 10 times in a game is kind of fucking insane. And it seems yeah. like Jefferson, I mean, first of all, Jefferson is getting thrown at probably more per capita than any other fucking receiver out there. But at the same time, he also blows 50 yard yards after catch for some of these receptions. So it's pretty yeah. insane. Yeah, that's true. He gets so open. And I make this debate, uh, and then I always forget other teams out there and other players, but I think he's the best wide receiver oh, out there. And I'm, I'm remembering that Stefan Diggs is out there too. He's I'm better. Also I'm also remembering Devontae Adams is out there too. And I still he's think better. that with this, yeah, with this season at least, he's better right now. But I think you let, uh, you let the Raiders get a couple more – pieces and Devontae might look better but I just Devontae is as quick as he is he's not as fast as he is and I don't think he's just as athletic as JJ is like like his skills might be more honed but I still don't think he's near as athletic as like JJ is okay but let me ask you a real question who does the best gritty the creator or not the creator wasn't it DeAndre Hopkins, I think. DeAndre he's Hopkins? Fucking, he's fucking goaded at that. Yeah, right, because he takes roids. Maybe, but can you blame him? Yeah, true. Can you, I mean, Barry Bonds did the same thing. It's just don't hate the player, hate the game kind of situation. True. And then you got Calvin Ridley just sitting out watching him play. DeAndre took steroids, and Ridley's just watching him. He's like, yeah, I bet on him two weeks of football. <laughs> Dude, that sucks. I actually, uh, I feel for my guy. Oh, man. Fucking gambling. And it, I think it was, did he bet on himself? He didn't He didn't do any, like, shady shit where he yeah. threw games. 
like people have done that, which that I think should get you eliminated maybe from the league. But I guess I kind of get it, but it just kind of stinks that it, I can't remember if he just was betting on irrelevant stuff. I think it was pretty innocent betting. Like it was like big parlays that were like never going to hit. <laughs> Fucking throw, you know, a thousand dollars on just five underdogs, NBA maybe, and just say that's fun money. Yeah. Give it to the casinos. MGM Resorts needs him more anyways. I'm sure he wasn't throwing small amounts of money around. Nah, dude. Fucking maybe a million on um, Jaguars Futures or something. (laughs) What? Don't stop too soon. They look pretty good. Oh, yeah, they do. All right. Let's uh, let's finish up uh, college football first. But All right. So we have that. Uh, Let's go in. We're talking about the bowl games a little bit, so we won't go through all of them, but let's briefly touch on a couple of them coming up this week and uh, some of the main ones that we're going to see around the holidays. So I'm going to give you the opening spreads, uh, the over under, and we're going to talk about those games for just a little bit. Uh, It's bowl season, baby. And you know what bowl season means, right? Right, Reese? Do you know what bowl season means? Uh, you tell me. It means that uh, these athletes need to be at the top of their game. Peak <laughs> performance. And do you know how you could get to the top of your game, Reese? Uh, I know this kid named Drew Christensen that might have an idea. Oh, man, you blew my cover. Yes, he does have, a, he does have an idea. For 20% off your first purchase, you and anybody of your friends – can get Junkyard Monkey Fitness for 20% off for a limited time only. It's the holiday season. It's cuffing season. I mean, it's it's time. It's time to get fit. It's time to get healthy because I want to see each and every one of you succeed. And, you know, if you're a college athlete listening to this, I hope that you're getting ready for your bowl game. And Drew Christensen and Junkyard Monkey Fitness also helps hopes that you're getting ready for your bowl game. 20% off your first purchase, limited time offer. You need to get it. All right, so uh, Junkyard Monkey Fitness approved. So first up, our uh, bowl game start on the 16th. I believe that's Friday at 10.30. Holy crap, we got some early games starting on the weekend. Uh, Miami of Ohio versus University of Alabama, Birmingham, and the Bahamas. Whoa. Those lucky fucking bastards. Uh, UAB. UAB's 11-point favorites, uh, over-unders, 44-and-a-half. I think we take the cover in the over. Okay, over 44-and-a-half. Uh, I actually, just so you know, on the people's top 10 for college football, Miami of Ohio was making some noise for a little while, being like really? under kings. Yeah, they're, uh, they don't score a lot of points. They got some defense, man. Yeah, but it's a vacation for a bowl game. I think they loosen up. But you also gave the fucking dogs, Miami of Ohio, multiple weeks to prepare for the Bahamas Bowl. I think those boys are coming in. And, uh, it, you know, I, I think I'm getting horny for un, for unders lately. Uh, I actually bet the under oh, in the first college basketball game of the day. I know it's very gross. Uh, but I'm going to bet the under 44 and a half. And I'm going to have so much fun with it because it's – Oh, I actually have Friday off. Fuck, I might actually be able to watch this game. But I'm going to enjoy it. Maybe um, 
out and about and hoping for some great defense, maybe some good plays, and I think it goes under 44.5. I have no idea who's going to win. If I had to put money on the spread, it'd probably plus 11. Miami of Ohio, that's just a lot of points, but I'm going under on this game. You're thinking it's going under. Yep, it definitely is, and uh, your over pick will most definitely not hit. Sorry, dude. I did the math. I crunched the numbers all season, and the algorithm has Miami of Ohio going under. I have never, I haven't looked at either of those two teams all year. So, call me crazy. I actually have some weird knowledge of some like mid-major teams. That's useful. Yeah, no, it definitely is. This people's top ten reviewing that every week helps out a lot, to be honest. But all right, so uh, on uh, at two o'clock on Friday we have the Cure Bowl, uh, and not to be confused with those hippies from the seventies. Um, <laughs> we got Troy versus University of Texas San Antonio. Troy has two point favorites in that game. I think Troy. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Orlando, Florida. I, I just Corbin Blue. Um, his name was Orlando in High School Musical. This all is coming to me right now. Isn't his name Orlando? I, I think it's something. Like that. Is that from? No, no, no. Um, Corbin Blue is in High School Musical. I think his name's like Orlando or something. Maybe it's not, but Troy, not the High School Musical musical singer, but Troy the college minus two in this game. I just. It's a calling card. I just riding. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Right. Good deal. Riding. Um, Fenway Bowl, Louisville versus Cincinnati. I think I saw on Twitter this was a weird game at Fenway. Uh, hold up a second. Hold up. Um, Fenway had basically where both student sections and both crowds were intervened at one certain spot, so it looked like it was gonna be a slugfest. And also, these teams I think don't like each other or something. Don't know what the rivalry is, but uh, I think it was a big deal having these two teams in a bowl game. All right, so uh, it's Louisville minus one. It's basically a pick'em game. Over/unders for forty-one points. Does Louisville got that like fun quarterback that can run? They usually do. I think they do. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm going with Cincinnati, though. You said it right the first time. This is a Saturday morning game at 10 o'clock. That's 9 o'clock. Or, isn't that 9 o'clock on the East Coast? Like a weird time to start a game. Oh, no, I'm backwards. It's uh, actually around noon. I'm thinking opposites. Anyways, I have Cincinnati. Might as well just take money line in that game. Yeah, can't argue with it. Or the over. That might be fun. 41 is very low. I feel so, like those two schools like to score a lot, too. Traditionally, uh, I think we're missing something. I think it's a trap game, though. I think this is one of those games that could end up looking like the Iowa-Kentucky game probably will be. Just fucking an insane game, by the way. Uh, lots. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip the Celebration Bowl. Uh, that's not really a bowl game. That's Jackson State, and they're like 17-point favorites. I don't know if they'll cover. Is Deion coaching it? Yeah, he's coaching. Yeah. He's coaching that game, and then he's leaving, and probably half his players are going over there because he's been yeah. fucking – That's crazy. He's been getting five-star recruits. Deion's insane, dude. I've been what seeing you, people hating on him. I just don't get it. Um, Colorado, do you think he'll do something at Colorado? 
Yeah, I really do. It might take a couple years just because yeah. it's hard to put an entire team and culture like that right away, but it might take two or three years, but I think they'll be seeing the rankings within two years. Um, I think that with rankings, you just mean in like top 10 or are you thinking playoffs or what? No, yeah, just top 10, even 20. Because they were 1-11 this year, I mean. I think this could probably blow up in my face. I think that within three years, they're going to be competing in the playoffs. In the 12-team playoff. Oh, fuck, you're right. They'll definitely be in there. They'll definitely be in the 12-team playoffs. I totally Oh, no, there's a lot of good teams in college football. Yeah, I know the Hawkeyes are up there, but... There is an eleven. There is eleven other opportunities outside of Mac, Cade McNamara and the Hawks. So I, yeah. I like that. You right, Alabama and Georgia. He'll have to play Utah. He'll have to play UCLA. He'll have to play USC. That's um, true. Pac twelve likes to beat up on each other. There's a lot more openings now. As long as he can get to the Pac twelve championship, especially if he wins, like the winner of all major five conferences, I think make it at this point. Um, once it gets yeah. to 12 teams, all you basically, Hard not to. yeah, if you okay. win your conference, you're getting in and the second place team will very arguably get in, especially with the sec. There's going to be at least two or three sec or big 10 teams, but for the most part, a lot of the other conferences will bring their runner up and their champion. I think it's just yeah. a lot of options up there, but you have to remember, there's always going to be a token few undefeated or one loss mid-major teams like you used to see with like UCF, but UCF's moving to uh former national champs. They were dude. Jackson State. Jackson State arguably won the FCS title too. That is true. Um oh did you see that there's some pretty decent FCS playoff games this weekend though? Is there? Yeah, they're like all they're both within three and a half hours from me too. It's like North Dakota State's hosting one, and then South Dakota State's hosting one. A right, little shout out for Jacob here. Did you see uh, the Berg almost won in the Final Four last week? Dude, I uh, I think I saw highlights and tweets about it. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, he had me watch it. I watched that entire game for some reason. It actually looked like an entertaining game. It, it was a pretty good game, actually. Didn't they win at the last, or they lost technically in the last minute? Yeah, it was crazy because they they went down in uh, Mount Union or whatever, went down and scored, and then there was like five and a half left on the clock-ish. And Warburg went down and scored like like minute, minute and a half, maybe oh, two dude. minutes in, like just blew one down the field, like 60, 70-yard catch. And then it almost felt like the same way coming back. It's like there might be too much time for Mount Union right now. Yeah. And it just ended up working. It's like what they said about Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Just too much time. Like when him and Josh Allen were playing that year. Too (laughs) much time. Too much time. Now, I need to pick Jacob's brain at some point because I thought Central was supposed to be the best team in – Division three this year, but maybe they weren't as good as I thought. Maybe they had like a bunch of fallout, but Central's been one of the best football teams in that conference and that division for a while, I think. So I was surprised it was Warburg out of our conference that made it that far. 
Uh, yeah, they were like 13 and 0, I think, weren't they? I don't know. I actually uh I didn't follow it that much. I saw Luther won a couple games this year though. So progress, baby. They're burning the boats <laughs> out there. <laughs> yeah, dude. I uh this is actually day 1 of me asking Jacob Kumeyer every day to come on the show. So this is just uh, a starting point. We're going to talk like some crazy D3 football and I'm it, you know how crazy it would be to have Jacob on. I would do I would spend the whole entire hour just trying to make him like cringe. That's I was trying to get him to come on with me tonight. <laughs> what did he say? He said he thought it was going to be weird. He's like, "I don't know, man. I got to like feel the vibe out first. I'm like, dude, it's just Travi. Yeah, dude. I'm going to totally put him on the spot. Actually, with Jacob, I might put it on the spot because I think it's funny and Jacob's at his best when he's uncomfortable and socially awkward. So, yeah, I definitely would have made it hard on him. I'm not going to lie. Also, shout out Kelly Kuhmeyer. She's actually a big fan of the show. No joke. Is she really? Yeah, dude. I literally saw her when I came back home for like one day on route to like go to Ames the next day for uh, around Halloween. And I saw her because her and my aunt and uncle and uh, Kelly and Mike have like this posse. And they they literally, this was like a week four or five of me coming out with it. And they could not stop talking about it. It's like a good thing. It was funny. But they actually were big fans. Not even joking, Reese. I, I don't see why you would be joking. I'm sure you got a lot of big fans out there. I'm one of them. Oh, yeah, dude. I got like this age group. Between like uh, 18 to 28, most of my viewership. And then I have like this extremely loyal fan base. Not as big, but definitely loyal between like 40 and 55. And they're all moms. That's what's crazy about it. Yep. They knew I went to the Young Gravy concert, Reese. They're on <laughs> You dog. Don't tell Jacob, though. Too late. Yep. All right. Uh, I totally forgot where we were at. Uh, I think we skipped over the Celebration Bowl. Then uh, this is a pretty good one. This is this weekend, too. This weekend has some good games. Florida versus Oregon State in the Las Vegas Bowl. Oregon State is 10-point favorites in this game. And notably, um, and notably, they were number four in the people's top 10 at 10-2 and two at the spread this year. So Ooh. something to consider. It's very much to consider. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Anthony Richardson playing? I have no idea who that is. That's a big thing to consider because I haven't really looked at who's playing and who opted out yet. Might um, be. So- He's going to be a first rounder in the draft probably. It's a Florida quarterback. Hmm. I don't know. I just look at this and I'm like, Florida, SEC, good program traditionally. How do they lose by 10 points? But I also haven't watched Florida State. What's that? I said I also haven't watched Florida State, so I'll take your word for it. No, you mean it was Oregon State. Oregon State. The Beavers, bro. The Bees. I haven't watched them either, to be fair. You know what? I might. This is a judgment. Um, I'm going to roll with Oregon State on this. I changed my mind abruptly. They're the people's top 10 number four. They're number four for a reason. Florida never touched the people's top 10 this year. 10 points is a lot, but the Beavers, 
I, I love it. I love it. I am actually so excited now. I, I got to go with the points. That is a lot of points, but the people's top 10 has never been wrong. Never has been wrong. Never will be, probably. Nope, nope, never in the world. We recognize and we, uh, you know, people take notice. Uh, I'm going to skip Southern. Actually, this is a people's top 10 one. All right, not a big game, not a big game, but two teams that made noise in the people's top 10. Lending Tree Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. We have the boys, the fucking Golden Eagles down in Southern Mississippi. And we got the Rice Owls, I think they are. Um, Southern Mississippi, seven-point favorites. They are currently number seven. And I I am so surprised they made a bowl game. They were nine and three at the spread, but they only had like six wins on the season. Uh, They're number seven in the people's top ten. Seven-point favorites. The over-under is 46-and-a-half. Hmm. Dude, it'd be so awesome to see my boys cover, but I just have a feeling in my heart. Saturday night game, Rice Owls win outright. If they are the Owls. Apologies. I think they are the Owls. Sounds right. Let's get a fact check on that. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I'm taking Rice in that game. Big, big momentum thing for the people's top 10. Rice, I think, was hitting the under a lot or something. Uh, it these move so fast. Literally in the last uh, people's top ten we did, everybody between seven and ten dropped off. It's insane how fast these things move around. So I can't keep up with all of them. Hey, and you were right. It is the owls. So go yeah. owls. Uh, yeah, dude. Owls to cover a touchdown. To, to be within a touchdown. I, I like it. Lose by a field goal. Southern Mississippi wins, but they don't cover the spread. They probably drop out of the people's top 10. <sighs> Crazy. Tough week for them. I know, dude. We only have one more people's top 10, and it's after the national championship game. So I have a big – I'm in limbo land. Yeah, and if you're not in the last people's top 10, I've heard people saying you're nobody. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, what was the season worth at that point? Yeah, you won the Lending Tree Bowl. <laughs> Didn't make the people's top 10, though. Yeah, you're not going to pull a lot of recruits without that. <laughs> All right, so we exactly. Dion, Dion would never. Um, you're also, a uh, quick fact was uh, at one point, this was at one point, University of Colorado Boulder, which is where Dion is now. At one point, they were the only team to be as uh, the opponents listed within the people's top 10. So at one point, number 10 spot on the people's top 10 was the opponents of Colorado because they they had not covered the spread one time up to Uh, five games. To bring that up, Louisville basketball this year. Oh, are they undefeated or have they? They were 0-9 against the spread in their first nine. I, I haven't followed up with that, but that was like last week. There's a lot of people, so they didn't make the people's top 10 for the inaugural college basketball ranking, but just to note, there's a lot of people with one loss. It's insane. There's only one team that's undefeated at their category because we do at the spreads, unders, and overs. We take everything into consideration. There's only one team that hasn't that's covered every single game, and that is UConn. So just decide oh. they are the they are the number one team in the people's top ten. They're really fucking good, by the way, too. 
All right, so let's move forward a little bit. Let's get a little closer. I like this game. Missouri, Wake Forest, it's almost a pick game. SEC versus ACC, it's one point. Uh, Wake Forest is favored by one, 60 and a half point total. Tampa, Florida. Any guesses where I'm going here? I know who I'm rolling with. I'm going Mizzou. I am too. Oh, we agree. I just... Something feels right, dude. Something feels right. Wake Forest has given me channel, excuse me. Yeah. Uh Wake Forest has given me every reason to believe that they should win by at least one or more. But I just I gotta roll with my boys down south. I spent a summer down there in the Ozarks and it changed me as a man. I finally hit puberty that year, sophomore year of college. It was fucking insane. It's a huge year. Yeah, dude. Life changing. Well, so I gotta roll with my boys from Como for just a little bit. Uh, move forward just a little bit. Mm, okay, this one is a weird one. Kansas, Arkansas, Liberty Bowl, Memphis, wow. Tennessee. Three points. Arkansas favored by three versus Kansas. I Who think I don't buy the Kansas hype. I don't love them. They were actually, outside of uh, TCU, they spent the most time this year in the people's top ten. That's fair. Players. I was I was never in the people for that top for those guys. I don't know why. <laughs> we listen to all followers, um, but I will agree with you. Kansas at plus three—that's a field goal. People lose by a field goal all the time. I think that it's more likely that Arkansas wins by more by at least three or more. I think that very well could be a push if Arkansas plays or Kansas plays right. Also, I feel like there's a chance Arkansas has some people that opted out that I don't remember. This game probably doesn't mean that much to them. And also, yeah. it's a it's in my idea, it's a battle of the spelling. Kansas versus Arkansas. Who's who did it right? Should it be uh Kansas versus Arkansas or vice versa? You got to pick and pick and choose, and I think that the people over in Kansas decided not to know how to pronunciate. So I'm going with Arkansas minus three. I think it might push, but whatever. I I, th- I think it's hard to argue that. We have uh, my favorite bowl game now. It's the Holiday Bowl out in Petco Park, San Diego, California. Oregon is 14-point favorites versus North Carolina, and it's 70-and-a-half points. And you're going to look at me and be like, that's going under. And I'm going to tell you that my favorite bet in this is either North Carolina plus 14 or the over of 70-and-a-half because we got two fucking thugs. Drake, oh, my God, dude. Drake May, he is like everything I want human being. He's going to go for 70 himself. This game's going to end up being like 70 to 60. It's going to be a traditional Pac-12 game, and it's going to look just like USC and Utah. I know you said UNC to cover and the over, but I said, why don't we just do both? You like that too? Yeah. I think the safest bet is North Carolina plus 14. They're actually a really good team. The over is just so much fun there. Yeah, dude. I actually... Do you just parlay it and just say fuck it? Because I think if if it goes the way that it should, um, both of those are the best bets. But I, I might just do two straight plays. 
because I, might I well, just want to win one. Um, yeah. I don't like parlaying that much. I don't either. Or I'll, I'll, run, I'll run one straight, one straight, and then a parlay. Mm-hmm. All right. Move, moving forward, uh, we have – let's skip to this one. We're skipping a little while. Um, South Carolina – the Gamecocks, who came alive towards the end of the year, versus Notre Dame, who's kind of fluctuated throughout the whole year. They're kind of deadbeats, but it's basically it's two and a half in favor of Notre Dame. Over-under is 52. I don't really like the over-under on that because I think that it's too unpredictable. Notre Dame plays one style. South Carolina plays a totally different style. It's whoever you think is going to control the tempo in this game, if you ask me. Um, I would take Notre Dame. I might take the cocks. That's fair. I might just say cock it up, baby. Cock Plus it up. two and a half. Watch uh watch Notre Dame win by like a game winning field goal when they were down by one and then I win. I think that could very well be like the play. Notre Dame plays the weirdest fucking games yeah, in the true. world. I actually don't hate the under, I don't think, either. Yeah, I just want to to lean it. one way or the other. This is this is the game that I will be watching. I know on this uh, twelve thirty game, there's Pittsburgh UCLA at the same time. Not that interested. Uh, I probably want to just maybe watch a little bit of the Maryland NC State game. Then once this comes on, I'm going to watch it all. And so I think I I wouldn't want to bet the under on a game I'm actually like really. Yeah, that's about. true. That is terrible to watch. Um, and then at the end of that day on twelve thirty, we have the Orange Bowl featuring Clemson and Tennessee, two orange teams. Clemson minus six and a half. I can't remember who from Tennessee decided to opt out. That's something I need to look into a little bit more. But I do know that DJ is gone. I yeah. just, I just don't really vibe with Clemson because. They're going to be somewhat of a new team. Yes, they're winners. Yes, it's a blue blood program, but Tennessee's looked really good this year. And as long as they have Hooker, there's no reason to. He's not playing, though, is he? I wouldn't think he would, but. um, I don't think he'll be playing. I just. Tennessee plus six and a half with the season they've had. You think that at least the majority of them would show up and they still win because I thought they were by far the better team this year. They're making playoff implications pretty much most of the year. Oh, I think Hendon Hooker is done for the year. Hmm. Look it up for me, because that I'm might. On, I'm on. I literally think he blew his ACL out. Hmm. I didn't know that, but uh. Yeah, that's why he cool. wasn't. Otherwise, I think he would have been Heisman. Just so you know, I think that it's this Orange done. Bowl is like filled with alternative people for the Orange Bowl because they yeah. didn't like Warper Knights. So, um, they're definitely taking second place teams just because they didn't pick Jacob Kuhmeyer's. Oh, Tillman's not playing. Yeah, that's a tough one. There's a lot of, there's some big time guys missing that game. But yeah, Hooker's out with the ACL. He was out, he's been out for a while now. Hmm. To be honest, I didn't really care about Tennessee most of this year. I thought they'd fuck up. So I kind of was more interested in contenders and watching, you know, like yeah. the Hawk guys watching them. Um, and they kind of just fell out of the spotlight. So, yeah, I don't blame you. That, okay, so who do you have in that? Because I'll probably take. I think yeah. I like, I'm not going to take Tennessee. You know what I'm going to do? What? So, 
you can't call me crazy because I took the over in the 70-point game. I might take the under 64. I think this game is going to be so fucked. I think this game will be fucked, and I don't care about either team that much. To be honest, I'm kind of happy Clemson's kind of dying a little bit for right yeah. now. Um, and I like Tennessee, but Look, I mean, Clemson I just, just went away from uh, their quarterback, and I think yeah. their backup might be better, honestly. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or so, go one side, I'd probably take that. I'm terrible with points. I don't like betting the over over unders, in my opinion. But I'm just uh-huh. terrible with them. So I'm gonna go an under on this game. You like I'm gonna the double under? check. Remember, I am uh, I am not liable to stick to these bets because when I look into these a little bit more. But at first no, glance, really binding. Okay, I'll, I will already get these in. I'm just gonna like go into my Coinbase and withdraw all my money so I can just put fucking straight plays for twenty or thirty. But no, if you're going to sit here and say that neither one of the quarterbacks started the season with these teams and you're taking the under, it's hard to argue that, isn't it? Yeah, that's actually a really good bet. And I actually think that I most definitely am going to actually put shit ton of money on that for me. So, um, okay, now for the best game of the Bulls, um, we have the Music City Bowl with the same two teams from last year, Nashville, Tennessee, Nissan Stadium, third string quarterback, Iowa Hawkeyes minus two versus Will Levin Levis Liss Levis Liss. That's a tongue twister. Kentucky uh, over under 31 and 31 and uh, Hawkeyes are favored by two points. What do you got? I think I want to take the over. Dude, me too. I actually love the over. Only crazy. I figured defense might not want to show up as much in a bowl game when their offense hasn't been there all year. They know yeah. a lot of things are changing. This game doesn't mean that much to them. And Will Levis is going to throw for a bunch. Will Levis is isn't coming. playing. He's not playing. He's not playing. So That's it's a fair. third string versus a second string. And I think that I am, I'm going to take the over. I'm just I'm going to take the still, over. I think I'll still take that. I'll just swing it against defenses. You know what? I, I like to uh, push myself, and I think that this over 31 is testing my limits, and I'm, I don't know. I, I just I like it. Um, I like to go over when everybody says to go under because I like to go above and beyond. That's how my mom raised me, and uh, I'm going to push myself to, like these two teams, just fucking get into a shootout. I actually think this have, might have more points than Clemson, Tennessee. So I saw, speaking of these two teams, I saw McShay said in his mock draft, his first mock draft today, they had Will Levis going six. Who? Levis, that guy from Kentucky, going like six. No, who made this? Uh, McShay, Todd McShay. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he's actually, you know, he's good. Because isn't Caleb Williams, he's not even eligible for another year. No, he's not eligible. Um, and Drake May, I think those are the two best quarterbacks. This year. Oh, yeah. CJ, CJ might. They have Stroud going four, and they have Bryce Young going one, is what he had. Hmm. To be honest, I think that next year's the quarterback draft. Uh, I yes, think so, I'm, too. I think Bryce Young could be legit. Yeah, yeah. But... I don't know. I just I like the over in this game. Will Levis is actually really good. He's competitive. He's I think that he's 
probably going to be like Mitch Trubisky. Uh, he'll be on a team and have like one breakout year and then people will get excited about him and then they'll find out he has too many limitations. He's just a standard quarterback, nothing athletic, just a pocket guy. And then he'll become a backup for 10 years and he'll be damn good backup. He'll be consistent. He'll be like the Chase Daniels of backups. And then then his career will end. I think that's his future, which is a great future. He'll make a shit ton of money. Yeah, that is a great future, yeah. He'll have He'll never get like CTE, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you know, if you get him behind, like, honestly, if you put him on like the Niners or something, which he obviously won't be, I think he could be actually like deceivingly good. And people think he's a lot better than he is, but he's not going to be anything great. And watch him end up being the next like Justin Herbert and people come back to his podcast and it goes on ESPN. It's just like, look at all what all the haters were saying. And I'm just like, well, that's what the numbers were telling me. And the algorithm hasn't proven me wrong yet. So. All right, so let's uh, let's head on over to New Orleans, Louisiana. We got the Sugar Bowl, Kansas State versus Alabama. Now we're getting into the very good okay. games. Do we Alabama, need to talk about this one? Uh, Alabama minus three. Yeah, crush Alabama. All right, moving on. Uh, right now, yeah, now we actually have uh, the playoffs. So we got TCU plus seven and a half versus Michigan. Uh, over under is fifty eight and a half. Michigan's over a touchdown versus this is TCU. seven right now. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. That's what I thought. I actually think TCU will lose by like three or four. Uh, really? You think it'll be that close? You think they're gonna blow them out? I, I think TCU is coming off a loss. They're gonna come focused. Everybody needs to lose a game or something. That but I also up. from the start, I didn't think TCU was in the same ballpark as Michigan, though. Maybe that's where I'm wrong. I think that it could easily be a backyard cover or backdoor cover too. They could be down 13 points and then Michigan's like, fuck it. I don't care if they score a touchdown. We'll just make it so they don't have like more than a minute left. Um, And then they win by six. So I think that I just, I don't like more than a touchdown in games where you have two really good, you know, two top four teams. Because they are two top four teams. I truly think that they got it correct at the playoffs this year. I do love uh, Duggan, Duggan, however you say his name. Duggan, yeah. I never was high on him, but then, like, Jacob loves him. And then I've been watching him in interviews and stuff the last few weeks, and he was on Pardon My Take, which is a podcast. Yeah, and he was cool (laughs) as hell. So it was like, I like him a lot more now. I have a lot more respect than I used to for him, so... I like yeah. don't want to cheer against him now. To be honest, I don't know much about him. Uh, I always was like waiting on TCU to like lose those one or two regular season games and end up like what happened to USC basically, but they never did. And they lost in the Big 12 championship, but honestly for making it into the playoffs, that's probably the best thing that could happen. Well, I think yeah. that they I think they come out hot in this game and then Michigan puts the physicality on wins as they should that's what i'm thinking is just the big Ten's gonna be very physical for yeah and tcu will not win this game but i think that they can keep close enough because i think they'll come out hot and ready off that loss from k-state so they will lose 
late in the game, and it won't be by more than a touchdown. So I like yeah. the points in this. I'm interested. Yeah, I like. I'm interested to see what Michigan does against, mm-hmm. or they do against Michigan's offense. Yeah, I don't know if DCU is going to slow down their offense at all. Like I think that's going to be a big issue. Yeah. Um, moving on, we got the other championship game. That's Ohio State versus Georgia. It's seven points. It's, oh, it is Georgia. seven. Uh, seven points, and it's sixty-two and a half. I'll take uh, Georgia at minus thirteen and a half. <laughs> I was thinking that too. Yeah, I'd probably take Georgia over a touchdown too. Uh, I might even lean towards the under because I think it will be a Georgia-esque game where CJ, you know, CJ Stroud doesn't look like his normal self playing against like Rutgers and Maryland and all that. So um, I think I'd probably just go with the straight spread minus seven. Make it safe. Just don't play games with it. Take it yeah. and run. Yeah, that's fair. I got a uh, few big futures on uh, Georgia to win it. So actually, yeah, dude, I I like Michigan right now. I do. No, I think they're gonna get a scare. They're gonna get a scare with the Horn Frogs because those are they're horny for a win again. <laughs> and uh, I think that they, oh my dude, I don't know. Something tells me they come out hot against Georgia, and Georgia doesn't have quite enough time to. I don't think it matters. I don't know. I think Georgia's think- so good and so much like so athletic that I don't think anything any team's gonna compete with them. Yeah. I also think that with this being in Atlanta, Georgia for Ohio State's game against them, Mercedes Benz Stadium, it's gonna be like a Georgia home game. Uh, I think- yes, Ohio State travels well, but not when you're literally within a hundred miles of where Georgia's located, so Yeah. I think Ohio State's the only team athletic enough to match up with like Georgia that's left in the the playoffs. Yeah. And I think Michigan can maybe match the physicality, but they just don't have the athleticism that Georgia does. You know what I mean? So like Georgia's just solid everywhere. I I just I think that that spread with the Georgia the hypothetical Georgia Michigan game, I think that it would be Georgia to win by Six and a half. First of all, I'll definitely take the points because I'm guessing it's going to be just a little under a touchdown. It's going to be similar to this Ohio State game, but a little bit less. It might even be down to five. I think Michigan might win, and I think that if they lose, it's not good. It's it's going to be ugly, and it's going to be close. Like points are going to be hard to come by in that game because they just punt. Yeah, I can agree with that. What do you think about people saying? Uh, Michigan, Ohio State, and Georgia, Alabama should have been the four in. That would have been fucked, dude. Um, I think that TCU was rightfully put in. They should have been put in, but I mean, if you're talking like if you're wanting to watch four football games, <laughs> you're wanting to watch. Yeah, you're right. Alabama, Georgia, and then Michigan, Ohio State in the semis. I hate the idea that Alabama gave us every reason not to put them in, and they still basically almost get in. And if they I, were to get in, I just – I mean, why don't we just play the playoffs at the beginning of the season because that's all people would have wanted. Yes, I think that Alabama is a better team than TCU, but we also got to take into account record. I mean, people just – TCU deserved it. I don't think they're better. I think Bama would beat them straight up. Yeah, um, I think they might even cover like a touchdown versus them. Yeah. Um, 
I, I, I don't think it was fair to take TCU out. They did everything they needed to to get in. So I, I, mean, I, I agree. Would, you have to give them a shot. Yeah, but if it did happen that way, it'd probably end up being Ohio State versus Michigan, Georgia versus number four seed Alabama. That would have been <laughs> that would have been insane. Holy moly! I uh, I don't think anybody would be ready. That would that would get the most TV time and then in any if, possible matchup. And then Hooker stays healthy from Tennessee, and they like end up winning out. Then you got a real conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if uh, TCU didn't lose those extra games at the end and uh, they only lost to Georgia, that would have been it. Uh, I think LSU pretty much took them out of consideration, but if they were, they controlled their own destiny for most of the season. Yeah, I would agree. All right, so you're our favorites. I'm I'm picking Michigan in the whole thing. You're probably picking Georgia, I'm, I'm guessing. Yep, I don't think I can argue with it. All right, we got two more games that I think people care about. Just rip them off. Lions Utah, yep, Utah, Penn State, Utah minus two and a half. I'm Utah. With, yeah, with Utah. Yeah, um, I watched them dismantle uh, USC, and I was impressed. So Yeah, and then we got USC, Tulane. Uh, Tulane is plus. I actually am picking Tulane. They're the – No, they're not the number one team. They're the number three team in the people's top ten. Uh, Kentucky green, is green wave, one. is it? Yeah, dude, green wave. I think they win this one outright. Uh, Caleb Williams gets grounded back to earth, except uh, no way. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. Um, plus one and a half. Maybe they lose by one. I don't know, but I got to roll with my boys because green wave was number one in the people's that's top fair. 10. That's fair. That's respectable. Season. Really surprised it's one and a half, though. It's pretty much a pick em game. I really think they might be overestimating Tulane a little bit. I do, too. I would take TCU six and a half right now. Or USC. All right. um, Let's move on. We got college basketball. I'm going to just quickly list off the people's top ten. The inaugural college basketball people's top ten as of 12-11. This was done on Sunday. Things are meant to change, so... Just bear with me. Every week we'll be doing it between uh, on Sunday. So just know, get your good games in on Saturday. That's all I got to ask. All right, at number one, we have UConn, the Huskies, 10-0-1 at the spread. They beat Florida 75-54 as four-point favorites this past week. They also beat LIU, which I'm not really sure who that is, but they killed them 114. got to be Long Island University, right? Oh, that's probably right, to be honest. But all right, number two, we have Xavier, nine and one at the over. They beat Cincinnati eighty-one to seventy-seven last week, and uh, total points being one forty-nine and a half. Uh, that's a rivalry game. That's a game that doesn't get played that often, and Xavier's killing the over this year. At number three, we have Kent State. Uh, aren't they the Flashers or something? We'll get a fact check on that too. <laughs> Kent State eight and one at the spread. They uh, they lost sixty six to seventy three versus Gonzaga a little bit earlier. They were sixteen point. Gonzaga. Yeah, Gonzaga. Gonzaga. <laughs> Did I say it weird? A little bit. Zaga, Zaga. Gonzaga. Uh, this one will surprise you guys. At number four, we have Merrimack. 
10 and one at the under, they lost 47 to 50. Um, but total points was one, 128 and a half versus Maine. And uh, if you do a little bit of math, they didn't even hit 100 in that game. So, yes, they went under 128.5 in that game. Uh, great at the under. Merrimack, a team most of you have never heard of, a team that I'm learning about right now, uh, number four in the people's top ten. Number five, did you say that Untitled uh, Podcast loves their veterans? Because Navy is 9-1 and one at the over. They beat Towson 71-69 to with total points being 130.5. Do a little bit of math. It hit. Hell yeah, it hit. Almost got, uh, that's 140 on the dot. So Navy, the midshipman, killing the over this year. At number six, we have JMU, a.k.a. the fucking Dukes. Seven and one at the spread. Lost to Virginia, 50 to 55 as 12 and a half point underdogs. That's covering, baby. You don't have to win to cover. Number seven, we have FAU otherwise known as Florida Atlantic. Seven and one at the spread. They beat Florida Gulf, Gulf Coast University 85 to 53 last week as seven point favorites. At number eight, we have Youngstown State. Boy, a little bit of a Summit League love if I remember correctly. Eight and one at the over. They lost to Ohio 79 to 81 in their last game, which was a total points of 148 and a half. Good for them. At number nine, Reese, uh, let me know your thoughts. We have the Cyclones out of Iowa State, nine and one at the under. They lost to Iowa, fifty-six to seventy-five, with total points being one thirty-seven. Was Chris Murray playing that game or no? No, he was not. Oh, weird. Well, Vegas takes into account. Uh, Vegas does take into account who's playing and not. Oh, I, I, I know. Um, but yes, it went under 137 and a half, and also they got absolutely fucking duck dicked down by Iowa. So, uh, gawks, baby. Gawks. Without Chris Murray, without their best player playing. Yeah, it kind of sucks to suck, to be honest. But ISU is yelling back at me and saying, Travis, fuck you. We're number nine in the people's top 10. How about you try hitting the under every once in a while? Makes sense. And oh, ISU is good, though. <laughs> yeah, they uh, actually, we'll talk about it right after this, but ISU is in my top five defenses this year. They're so fun to watch. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, number 10, we have Northwestern State, uh, a very small school. Eight and one at the spread. They beat LA Monroe 91 to 73 as seven and a half point favorites. That is the inaugural People's Top 10 for college basketball as of the week of 12 11. So, uh, congratulations to everybody that got it. Um, you did get recognized. Uh, we'll throw you something in the mail and keep up the good work. All right. Iowa, Iowa State played this week, Reese. What do you think? Wait, what do you mean? Iowa, Iowa State played last week. What do you think? Um, did you watch it? I did um, until, like, 10 minutes left in the second half because I'm like, yeah, this is a beat down because I actually took Iowa State plus three. <laughs> I had Iowa State too, but I had, bought, <laughs> I had them plus 10 and a half, and I didn't think I had to worry about it. Yeah, it was literally the right bet. It wasn't the wrong bet. I made the right pick, and it just weird things happened. I, I don't know. That was the worst I've seen Iowa State look all year, though. Mm -hmm. And I'm not well, sure why. 
UConn kind of dicked them down, to be honest. But UConn's dicked down everybody this year. Yeah. So. In comparison, like when Iowa plays them, you expect them to get up for that game. Yeah. I don't know. I was a little surprised by it, but. Yeah, I was too. Iowa, in my opinion, I talked about this with some other buddies too, and I thought that looking across the board on that game, Iowa was more athletic, or Iowa State was more athletic than Iowa at all positions. They were more physical at all positions, and they were more talented at just about every position, maybe besides Tony Perkins. Um, if you put they just don't play like it. Yeah, no, but they also Iowa have the one thing that Iowa State absolutely will probably not have all year, and that's three point shooting, like long, long range shooting, and they just exposed them. Yeah, Iowa State can't get into shootouts. They need to control the game, get a lot of turnovers, and force that into easy points. Bless me. Yeah, they don't score on the half-court set either, really, because they were just getting the ball down and you're just passing it around, like lazy passes around the perimeter, and then settling for like a pull-up jumper, like as the clock expired. It was just not not efficient offense. It was weird, dude. I didn't understand it. I think that maybe they all woke up hungover or something, but they didn't look like themselves, so that was kind of weird to see. I don't know, man. Um, it sucks because I really feel like they were the better team. I'm a Hawkeye fan, kind of. To be honest, I don't really like their basketball team because I don't like Fran McCaffrey. Um, I, I agree with you. So He's so hard to like. He is. I don't care for either of his kids either. Yeah, dude. He, it's literally it's nepotism across the University of Iowa right now. You got fucking Brian, um, fan, Brian's parents on the um, Kirk, Iowa football team, yeah. and then you got fucking... All of Frank, literally, just about every one of his kids is going to end up being a Hawkeye. I don't know if he has any younger boys, but I don't know, dude. Uh, I think he's got an eighth grader still or something younger. Like, to be honest, both those kids should really only be playing at, like, the Missouri Valley level. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I mean, yeah, they look okay every once in a while, but I just have a hard time believing that they can compete against the big boys that come out of, like, Michigan State. Like, I feel like it's a mismatch nightmare. Yes, they can shoot a lot of threes, but if they're not hitting their shots, Iowa State kills them in that game. Yeah. Um, Iowa's going to live and die by the three-point line, which I, I've i always complained about it. I'm, I'm kind of old school. You kind of remember I never even liked to take threes in fucking high school. Hey, neither did I. No, dude. Maybe we're just fucking scared. I don't know. <laughs> honestly, I just thought that Jacob Kuhlmeyer hitting a fucking post shot would probably work better than that. seventy percent, yeah, it was usually a pretty easy option. Yeah, yeah. dude. I'm putting the buddy and let him do all the work. Yeah, it makes makes sense. Might as well just take the win and let Jacob and Gunner just shoot, you know, little hook shots against fucking Rockford and Northwood kids. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, same thing with Iowa. I just have a hard time believing that Patrick McCaffrey is going to be able to go bode well against the big dudes that Tom Izzo gets, uh, Jawan Howard over at Michigan gets, Purdue. They got they're fucking number one in the country right now, and I, yeah. I don't know if they should be number one to be honest. That's a different story, but they're really fucking. They're, good. they're definitely a top ten team in my opinion. They're top five. I just. Uh, I've watched a couple teams 
I love UConn right now. Not only are they good at the spread, they're beating everybody. They they play decent competition and they're killed. There's they haven't played a close game. You want to know who I need in the people's top ten? Who? Miami. Miami of Ohio or Florida? The team I say when I say Miami. The U of M. The U. How are how are they doing? Miami. Decent, but I just love those guys since their since their run last year. They yeah. lost their guard, but looks like they're twenty five. Uh, I don't know if they've been covering the spread. Oh my god, dude! They played Cornell. They might be hitting the over at a pretty pretty good pace. But just so you know, everybody I listed off at the spread or at the over or under have only not covered one game. It's pretty competitive this early in the year, but mine of Ohio. I'll, I'll, I'll put that in. I'll let the board review them for next week. I just um, like the way they move. Uh, I mean, I like Alabama. I like Houston, too. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's hard to argue with those two teams. but So, one note before I talk about Alabama's Florida, uh, Miami, Florida, played Cornell and beat them 107 to 103. Did that go into overtimes? It did not go into overtimes. <laughs> That's insane. How do they score 66 points in the first half? Do they play defense? Who is that again? Sorry. Cornell. That's insane. I have not watched Cornell. Holy moly. Did you see what Grinnell, Iowa College did? You know what I did? I actually posted that on the Twitter page. Oh, you did? Yeah. uh, By the way, everybody who listens to this, follow at Untitled underscore the pod. Great content, entertainment, pop culture. Um, in this case, Grinnell, yes, they hit 113 threes. Is that, a, is that right on track? Yes, they shot that many. Yeah, no, I thought they made. No, they made 40. It's <laughs> fucking insane. Dude, I, I remember I remember I was in a recruiting thing with uh, Central, and they talked about Grinnell one time and how they played the weirdest – offense that they've ever seen and uh it's so weird you look at some film and they full court press the whole entire time and they just shoot three at a crazy slate they're the weirdest team in college That's basketball. All they do. yeah they full court press and they sub people in and out every 40 seconds or a minute if i remember right they're supposed to play that hard that they're subbing people in every single like less than a minute they didn't shoot a single two-pointer. I actually think that's a little embarrassing, to be honest. It is kind of crazy. I mean, I think at some point they had to have saw an open two-pointer. It's bound to happen in basketball. Like, I think there was like a couple or a few free throw shot, but other than that, it was all three-pointers. Oh, I just saw your note, by the way. Kent State Flashers. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm so yeah, you nailed it. I'm good with a couple things, and one of them is listing old like colleges that people used to go to. The other one is figuring out what their mascot is. Because I I'm not so good with the mascots. I can do the I can do the other one, but I'm a college game day guy. And at some point in uh, NCAA basketball or NCAA football, they're talk they talk about it. You know, it's yeah. Lee Corsell pulls head out. Everybody, I mean, in the NCAA. Every major school plays like uh, a handful of these random schools before they play anybody real. And 
at some point you get used to seeing them pop up on ESPN at like halftime or whatever. So yeah, no, I, uh, those are two of my special gifts. Lots of training took to get to this point, but I'm doing it. All right. Uh, one more topic. Uh, you brought up Alabama. They played Houston this past week. They're in my top. I think that my favorite defenses this year, number one is Houston. Number two is probably UConn. Number three is either Ohio State or, or Iowa State or Arkansas. I think those four teams, there's probably one more out there that's competitive too that I'm missing, but those four teams I think are on a different tier than any other college basketball defense. And what do you think if about you watch Kansas? That, who? Kansas? Jayhawks? They're, yeah. Mm, no, they're kind of an offensive up-tempo team this year. That's fair. That Grady, Grady. Yeah, he he's not much of a defensive player, but you can get yeah. by if you have good team and help defense. But overall, they have a different style of defense. I don't think they're very physical, but they're fast. And sometimes if you play more up tempo, you're going to give up more points. They're complete opposite of Houston. I can I can maybe respect that argument because yeah, they're good at defense, but they're not quite like I was discussing earlier with the tiers, maybe they're in there for a different reason, but like they're not physical. Not yet. Arkansas, UConn, and Houston. Um, Anyways, Houston was at home versus Alabama this past weekend. Really fun game. Really competitive. Back and forth, but Alabama did look like the better team, and that was at Houston. So that was – Really impressive to see. It brought Alabama up from a nine seed to being the highest ranked one loss team, if I saw it correctly. I think they're number five or, yeah, five or four. So, yeah, no, uh, that, was a, that was a fun game. Houston looked really good, though, despite losing that. That place is a madhouse. That place was electric, but I just, I, they could not close that game out. No, they couldn't. They don't have the offense. But I had money on them, too, and they just could not get it done. I actually took the over in that game, and I think it just barely hit. Barely quick? Um, yeah, it was weird because it was kind of low because Houston, of course, is a defensive team. And, uh, boy, did it hit? I can't remember. I put in a handful. There was a lot of points for it. I put in like a college basketball bet for every time slot, so I can't quite remember. But I thought that one hit, and it was weird because I was tracking it the whole time, and it was literally right at the pace it needed to be to hit the over. And I think it was able to make it and squeak it in because of some like free throws at the end, if I remember right. But overall, uh, don't take the over in Houston games. It drives you fucking off the walls because they are so good defensively. But they were so fun to watch. If I didn't have money on the over, I would have enjoyed every single minute of that game because it was a fucking claw battle. Yeah. Hope you type in. Yes, sir. All right. Anyways, uh, any other comments about college basketball before we move on? Um, what do you, I know you're a Marquette guy. What do you got to say about them? You know, they've looked pretty decent this year. They've won some games. Uh, I think we played Notre Dame earlier in the – or I think that was the last game we played. It was either Sunday or Monday we played Notre Dame. 
we beat them handily. We were only like one and a half point favorites. I didn't bet that game, and we won. So we've looked good. I like Shaka Smart in uh, yeah, I like Shaka Smart in this certain context and. Yeah, he. Uh, I think he meshes well with the culture in Milwaukee. We kind of can probably get more recruits, and yeah, no, I, I like I like Marquette. Oh. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Uh, we took a quick break. We had a bathroom break here, and uh, we're back and better than ever. Uh, we're gonna move on from college basketball now, and we're gonna move into the NFL, the National Football League. I know uh, for starters, there's two big takeaways that came from the past weekend. It was a very impactful weekend. As a Packer fan, I got to sit back and enjoy some good football. Not that the Packers haven't been good football, but I was able to watch the best games of the week going on both time slots. And the noon game, we'll start with that one. Vikings played the Lions. It was a pretty fun game. Even if you're a Vikings fan, you got to admit that a lot of points, a lot of scoring, kind of a lot of fun. As a Viking fan, do you have any quick comments besides that the Lions are surging a little bit on a little bit of a roll, might be an offensive juggernaut, and that the Vikings suffer another big loss? Yeah, Travi, I did not have a lot of fun watching that game. Uh, I went to that Jets game, as we talked about earlier. I've been worried about the defense. I've been worried about the secondary. And then we got to see the secondary without Harrison Smith. Even with Dantzler back, it was still a little bit iffy. Uh, I don't know. Sucks losing to the Lions because they're the Lions. You've you know had, that was like yeah. a, a Packers. They beat the Packers too. And honestly, the Lions, Lions aren't bad. They might – Make a run, to be honest. They could win a playoff game. They uh, could. They also have to make the playoffs first, and they can't control their own destiny. They're going to rely on a couple teams to lose, but they're they're closer than the Packers are, and Packers aren't totally out of the playoffs, but they in real reality they are. Bless me, but I don't know. Lions, Lions looking kind of scary. They got the offense. It's just a matter of making sure their defense makes plays when they need to, and in that game – had a couple big plays from the defense to seal the game versus the Vikings. And I don't get me wrong. I don't want to put you on the spot. I've had a lot of Viking fans on in the past. I give them shit when I can, but to be honest, I understand that where I'm coming from, it's not because I'm shitting on you. It's just Packers haven't had a lot to cheer about. And uh, I mean, realistically, um, you guys didn't play horrible. It's just a matter of you can't give up that many you know, points versus the Lions. How good you did offensively, you probably can't lose that game. Uh, yeah, I agree. That's what I'm worried about moving forward here. I just don't think our defense can stop anybody, and our offense is like a 10th overall offense in the league or whatever you want to call it, and I just don't think they can carry us for our lack of defense. It's insane how much he relies on Justin Jefferson but it's also insane how much the defense should be keying in on him and nobody ever can seem to do enough to stop him. Literally, you see some drives, Kirk Cousins doesn't look anywhere else. He doesn't even eyeball another wide receiver. I don't think you need to. Honestly, I really don't think you need to. He's he's so good, you put the ball anywhere around him and give him a chance, and he's pretty much going to make a play for you. Yeah, he is just something else. It's, it's kind of fun to watch him. I remember 
back when that draft happened. I wanted him so bad, and Vikings picked him up just a couple picks before Packers were even up. So, hey, Travi, at least you weren't an Eagles fan and took Jalen Rager. Because yeah, he's now our punt returner. <laughs> That's true. But I remember I was telling everybody that Justin Jefferson looks really good. I knew we needed a wide receiver. Um, and, man, dude, imagine Devontae with oh, fucking Justin Jefferson. We would have we beat the 49ers that next year. And we probably would have beat the – well, then we would have beat the Niners again. Later, we just didn't give didn't give Rodgers any weapons. That's not true. We gave him some tackles and some uh, defensive players. That's on the defense, but also you got to think about the whole team. The defense has been a, we've had a poverty defense the past five years, um, and somehow we're still bad at that defense this year. It makes no sense to me because look, going into the season, I was fucking stoked. I was so talking all this shit. On paper, we are the best defense in the league. You're supposed to be a top five best defense in the league. And my older brother, Spencer, would have told me the same thing all coming into the season, and then they just flopped. I was looking at it, like, every single day, like, fucking Jair. Holy shit. And then we got that uh, Stokes on the other what about, side. What about I mean, that uh, Zedarius? Oh, uh, shut up. Um, <laughs> but we, we brought back Campbell. We had uh, um, Clark. We had a what we had what should be a pretty good pass rush, and we had still we still have a pretty astounding, you know, uh, pass defense. But the rush is kind of non-existent. We struggle. Um, I, Quay does well. I like Quay a lot, but it seems like we give up runs right down the middle way too often. For some reason, that open gap, if they can get past the linemen, they're open for like ten yards. We can't stop the run, so. And that's why we, you know, that's why we lose games. Uh, can't stop the run, but when we force teams to pass, we do a little bit better. But why pass? It makes yeah, no sense. Um, yeah, can't stop right. it. So, um, anyways, that's me ranting for just a little bit. There's another headline we need to go over. Uh, do you have anything else to say about the Vikings before we go on? Uh, after February, I guess I talk about the rings. What they oh, look yeah. like, but... Oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's funny. Uh, when I went to a Young Gravy concert a couple weeks back, I saw what I thought was Kirk Cousins, by the way. It's pretty fucking cool. Coolest moment in my life I went over to him, and uh, he said, no, I'm not Kirk. And I'm like, well, you look like him. So I got, like, this drunk picture with him. I, I was so fucked up that day. It wasn't Kirk, though? No, it wasn't Kirk. But I wasn't that little kid that wears the chains? No, it wasn't fucking little Kirko. <laughs> I saw that. He's all over. I go to Planet Fitness and like try to like go for a little run. And he owns Kirk it. Goes, he's all over the news networks right now. Good. I, I can't even fucking run in peace without that little bastard just staring at me. Run in peace, R.I.P. R.I.P. Fucking never going to Planet Fitness again, bro. I can't <laughs> run outside, though. Otherwise, I'll slip and break my head. That's how much Kirk owns you, dude. Yeah, dude, Kirk's in my head, rent-free. Fucking, I see him at the bars, and I don't actually see him. He's just, he looks like everybody. He's like, literally just an illusion at this point. Sam Darnold seeing ghosts. <laughs> that's that's right, man. Um, did you see that one picture on Twitter about Baker Mayfield that looked like a fucking hologram? Or is that just the deep, dark web that I see on Twitter? 
Might just be a deep dark web. I didn't, I didn't see that one. All right, uh, moving on. We got the 49ers versus the Bucks. That's one of the main bullets I had from this past weekend. Uh, Brock Purdy, uh, legit, in a good situation, great quarterback. What do you think? I think he's uh, in a really good situation because I think that offense is pretty much set up for anybody to come in and play quarterback for. But I also think he fits that offense really well because he can move. And he can kind of just wing it. Like, like I think he fits that Shanahan offense really well. Yeah, I'm going to say one good, one bad thing, and then I'm going to say one good thing. Uh, I agree with you. I think that my left nut could get detached from my body and still be on a championship-winning team with that 49ers team. But yeah. I also think Brock Purdy does look pretty good. I'm going to respect him, but I also want to admit that I think that fucking Chase Daniels or uh, who was the Browns starting quarterback for 11 weeks? Was it um, Brissett? Brissett? I think think anybody can come in there and and look. I don't don't think so. Like, they were saying they were saying uh, Baker Mayfield before he went to the Rams, they were saying him to the Niners and I said I would take I would take Purdy over him in that offense. Maybe. I think there's some similarities, not a ton, but there's some similarities with how Iowa State ran their spread. Um, they had a good running back. Um, I think that he also Brock Purdy's played four years of college. He's played a lot of football. Yeah, he, he knows his stuff. He's played big games, like year in year out. I saw that Trent Williams said that he would like if the linemen were talking in the huddle that Purdy would come in and tell them to shut their ass up. <laughs> really. Yeah, he said it was like crazy. He's like, you wouldn't expect that from a rookie. Sounded like a grown man coming into the huddle. Really? Wow. That that's respectable. Um, man, I didn't think Brock Purdy had balls like that. To be honest, he seems like that little little boy in the huddle. I would agree, and I always thought he'd come from like a spot where he was a little bit entitled. But yeah, that's kind of cool. Maybe I, I respect him a little bit more after hearing that. To be honest. Yeah, I kind of did the same. I think he's good, but I'll be honest. He's just in a really great situation right now. I think you put him as a backup on, uh, like, let's say he did a little bit better in the standings. He wasn't the last pick of the draft, went to a bet, a worse team, like, let's say, like, the Giants or, uh, well, no, not the Giants. They're actually kind of good. Let's say the Jags, the Texans or something. He gets put in a bad situation as a backup. Uh Starter gets hurt. He doesn't do that. He doesn't beat a good team like that. I, it, it's all about weapons, and that's why sometimes it's kind of rigged to be so good in college I, football. Because then you, your career ends before it even starts. You go on a shitty team, and you never do anything because you never have the right talent around you. Sometimes the coaches ruin you. They can't ruin a possible player um, if you don't have the right person coming in. It's not every day. Um, where you have the Patrick Mahomes situation, you go into Andy Reid, you know? Um, Andy Reid, I think, is a quarterback whisperer. I think there's a couple of them. Lincoln Riley's one of them. Andy Reid's up there. Who else? Uh, Shanahan, I think, is really good, too. Oh, yeah. How about KOC, baby? Too early. Sean McVay. Sean McVay. Racing nerd, dude. Yeah, he's fucking dork. Why can't you? You can't add him as a quarterback whisper, but 
Okay, but I would say uh, those four people, if you include Sean McVay, they're like quarterback whispers. And if you get a, an okay quarterback, he'll find a way to make you succeed. Uh, Baker Mayfield, you look at how he's gone. He's played on multiple teams. He's played through so many coaches at this point because he played on the Browns for so long. He finally found – he played 48 hours. He practiced maybe once with the Rams, went into a game, and they put him in a, a game where he won. Yes, they played the Raiders, but Sean McVay, it's a lot about who the coach is too. So Sean McVay put him in a chance to succeed, and he was able to win. Um, I'm not going to say he's great. I just think that he he was put into a good situation. So – yeah, um, but that was also a pretty cool talking point. You uh, you watched that Thursday night football game? Uh, I did. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just saw your comment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you say to the say to the audience? Uh, I just got a a fuck one, marry one, kill one for Travi here. Okay, I thought there was only two, but. All right, let's go. And this is for Aaron Rodgers' ex-girlfriends. Fuck one, marry one, kill one. We got Olivia Munn. Star Wars. Dan what? Oh, I was talking to myself. I'm trying to remember these people. Olivia Munn, actress. Danica Patrick, race car driver. Shailen Woodley, actress. Okay, I don't know Shayla Woodley. Is she the new girl? Uh, new girl? No, oh, from she, New Girl? No, is she the his newest girl? Shayla No, Woodley. she was probably a couple years ago. Okay, I'm looking at a picture of her right now. I know the other two. But Shailene Woodley, she's a Cali girl. Oh, yeah. she she's kind of cute. She's a looker. Um, I might kill her, though. Um, there's some bad really, pictures. Yeah, I don't blame you, honestly. Yeah, there's some bad pictures of her, if I'm being honest. Uh, I'm going to kill Shailen Woodley. All right, dead. Shailen um, Woodley, dead. I'm, I'm probably going to marry Mun. Oh, and, love that. Uh, I'll fuck, I'll fuck, uh, I'll dick down uh, the NASCAR driver. But I don't know, she, maybe, she, she just seems like she would be somebody who would always be right. A little too competitive, like we'd play a card game, and she'd be like pissed off if I beat her and fucking aces or hearts or something like that it sh i feel like it'd be hard because i'm not as competitive as i used to be and i feel like she'd like be oddly competitive about weird stuff so i'm gonna just i'm gonna marry olivia mon she seems more down to earth with me so i agree so i think she's probably the best looking so yeah dude um okay maybe i can think of one off the top of my head uh fuck mary kill Let's go with uh, fucking Fun little segment. Kate Upton. Kate Upton. Justin Verlander yeah. is in the NL. Dude, dude. He's a Mets pitcher. I don't know. I know a New York girl. That changes somebody. No longer down in Texas. She, has, she can't wear those booty shorts with the fucking cowgirl hat over in fucking New York City. She's and her husband's going to be pitching against the Braves, so... Yeah, dude, she's going to be wearing a shit ton more of umbrella pants these days or balloon pants, whatever you call them. Um, anyways, Kate Upton. Let's go with Rihanna. And oh. uh, mm, 
What about uh, Dua Lipa? Oh, Jack. Oh, He's <laughs> my favorite. Actually? Uh, Mary Dua in a heartbeat. Really? Okay. I also seen some news that she was dating Jack Harlow. Yeah, she is. You didn't know my Twitter. That's kind of fucked up, so. Dude, he literally sang it into existence. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's true, but. See, if you if you can sing it and you believe it, you can achieve it. Wish I could sing. Fucking, I'm going to start talking about marrying Rihanna. Oh, that sucks. No, I'm, I'm probably going to kill Rihanna. Really? No, dude, I'm, I'm probably fucking the boobs. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, I'm probably going to... That's oh, such man. a hard situation. Dude. I'm going to have sex with Kate Upton, and I'm going to probably kill uh, Dua Lipa. No, no, no! Sorry, dude. I mean, it's just... It's probably the right choice, if I'm being honest. It's not, dude. Rihanna's first to go. And Dua's just got me heartbroken right now now that she's dating Jack Harlow, so I'm not even sure which way to go with this. Dua Lipa. I'd probably marry Kate Upton. Really? You yeah. switched up from Dua. Well, yeah, now that she's on with Jack Harlow. I don't think Verlander's going to get rocked by the Braves and probably end up in a divorce this year. So. Yeah, dude, he'll pull a fucking Tom Brady. Yeah, there's no <laughs> way he's going to... Yeah, Good luck throwing to the Braves lineup, buddy. Yeah. Okay. How about we go with uh, this trifecta: Ariana Grande, Kim Kardashian, and uh, um, who's the new Jewish girl that Pete Davidson's dating? Fucking Emrod- em- Emily Ratajkowski. Yeah, Emily Ratajkowski. Okay. Let's just go with Pete Here. Davidson. Uh, bang Kim K and kill fucking Ariana Grande. Like that's easy. Come on, man. I Carly, though. Yeah, dude. She does kind of have that weird voice. is unreal. Yeah, she kind of has that weird voice. I might say, I might just go against the grain and kill Kim K, but then you don't get the clout from being Eskimo Brothers with Kanye. I mean, I get it. He's he's not not in the best news right now, but it's still kind of clout to be Eskimo Brothers with somebody like Kanye. All right, let me get you one more here, and then we'll. All right, I'm trying to think of Kendall Jenner. Oh, you're just gonna pit hold. You're just gonna do camp- keeping up with the Kardashians, huh? <laughs> Haley oh. Bieber. Oh, Haley. No, nah, dude, I think she's overrated. <laughs> okay, she's too good for Justin, though. But she's she's, my, she's like my one-one. Hmm. Um, you got anybody else in mind? Mine's probably, uh, oh, well, if I was to pick my favorite, mine's always been, uh, Emma Stone. She's the girl off, like, super bad and shit. And I love her. Really? Spider-Man, dude. Yeah, dude, she played that one, uh, police daughter in Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield, and I was fucking, I went crazy for it, dude. I fucking loved it. Yeah, I like really? Emma Stone. Yeah, dude, she's my type. I don't even know if she what she looks like. That's crazy how much. Emma Stone. Yeah. Look her up, dude. She's she was like big right when we were growing up, kind of going into high oh, school. She's in that movie with Jonah. Yeah. yeah, super bad. Way back in the day. Yeah, she's cute for sure. Yeah. What were they again? 
What, mine? Yeah. Forgot now. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, well, back to football. <laughs> yeah, back to football, I guess. All right. So, uh, fuck, Mary kill, Baker Mayfield. Okay, Tom I like Brady. this better. <laughs> Baker Mayfield, Tom Brady, Brock Purdy. <laughs> I will fuck Brock Purdy. I will kill Baker Mayfield and I'll marry Tom Brady. That's no, he, it. Just I, as a respectful note, I think you need to fuck um I think you need to fuck Baker Mayfield. No disrespect to Brock Purdy, but he's like a, a little bit of a, a streaky shooter. He's like the J.R. Smith of NFL quarterbacks. Ooh, so I love JR. He, he could probably be a pretty good fuck, to be honest. That's true. Um, no homo, but he could be like a pretty good fuck because every once in a while he'll have that one night where he'll like turn the page and be like, oh yeah. Like, People you know, forget JR went an entire summer without a shirt. Yeah, dude. That's uh, that's kind of like a goat move over there. I, I put him up in the LeBron. Oh, here's one for for that. Fuck Mary Kill. Justin Fields. Ooh. Kirk Cousins. Ooh. Uh, do I go Aaron or Jordan Love? Aaron Rodgers. No, give me Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers. No, say Jordan Love. I don't want to. It sounds too much e- too easy for you. No, because I'd fuck the sh- I- I'd marry the sh- what, I- what would I do? Um, mm. Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Open yeah, up. I like this. Okay, so I'm going to um, take... Kirk Cousins' hand in marriage and simultaneously bang Jordan Love from behind his back. He's going to be like, he's going to, so Kirk Cousins has it all. I'm using him for his money and uh, his sophistication. He has a good 401k and I'll just be like a a house, how does it, a house, I don't know, house guy, whatever. Cool boy. Yeah, pool boy. I'll just I'll just stay at home. I'm not gonna do jack shit, and I'm gonna like live off of Kirk Cousins' rich estate. He probably has a good house, a mortgage, all that bullshit. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna bang the shit and cheat on Kirk Cousins with just with Jordan Love because he's he's the fucking goat, and uh, you can't say no to a guy like Jordan Love. And then we'll just take fucking Justin Fields out back and shoot him with a shotgun like Old Yeller. Yeah, just like a little horse. Yeah, dude. Fucking go in the hole already. <laughs> just not that hole. Other hole. You? Uh, in that same matchup? Yeah. I'm going to bang and marry uh, Kirk, obviously. Yeah, I think that's probably the right decision. He just well, has too much going for him. No, I would definitely marry Kirk bang fields and shoot love oh god dude why love has so much potential okay if i wasn't in the if i wasn't in the vikings fan fandom right now i think i go also justin i marry justin fields bang jordan love kill kirk justin fields is low-key kind of ugly too yeah but dude he's so good no, dude, he can't even throw the ball. All he does is run. Oh, yeah, but he's fast enough. He doesn't even need to throw. He'll learn how to. Look at what uh, look at what Jalen Hurts has done in the last two years. Yeah, but he's not Jalen Hurts, and he's not in a system like Jalen Hurts either. 
That's true, but if he finds himself in the system where he gets a system built around him, I think he's better than Jalen Hurts. Oh, no, dude. He's really Ky- do. His, his really ceiling do. is Kyler Murray, dude. Oh, he's no way. He's already better than Kyler. He's already no, better than Kyler. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes. Has he had a, a playoff Justin season? Justin better than Kyler Murray, dude. Has he had a playoff season yet? No, but he plays in the Bears. Come on, you know what? We watch the Bears a lot. Yeah. Yeah, they're always on fucking TV. Yeah, you know Justin Fields is good. Like, Okay. Well, I still don't agree with putting him over Jordan Love. I'm not in the okay, whole that's boat. That's fair. I'm not in the whole boat that people are being of saying uh, we should be starting or we should be getting rid of Aaron Rodgers, use Jordan just, Love, because I think that's not realistic if we want to keep doing this win right now mentality. But I just if, put them both above a Kirk, and you're disagreeing with me. No, I totally agree with you, just not the whole – who are you going to fuck thing and who are you going to kill? I, we totally flip-flop that, and I think okay. you're wrong. All right, fair. You, you actually are wrong. Statistically proven, the algorithm no. says you're wrong. If there was no. a, a spread put or maybe even money line for who you're going to fuck between Jordan Love and Justin Fields, Justin Fields would be like plus 300. It'd be like a Packer-Bear matchup. Listen, I'd love to bang them both, but... I want to marry Justin Fields. Oh. Oh, okay. Right? I can't believe you don't believe, like, agree with me. I think he's going to be so much better than Jordan Love. Maybe. But Jordan Love might never really start because who knows what happens. So we'll probably have Aaron Rodgers play another year. And what happens if we draft a different quarterback? He looks better in practice. And then we're like, well, we don't have that much invested in Jordan Love. Does that not scare the shit out of you? No. I mean, I've had so many good seasons in a row. I've been fucking spoiled. I've had 20 years. I've, I've lived 24 years, and I've seen like one or two losing seasons. It's insane. I I have been more spoiled than anybody could ever dream of. So if we have a couple rocky seasons, I just hope we turn it around quick. I mean, I'm I'm due. Gamblers say it all the time that they're due for a win. You're not. You're kind of due. due for a losing a couple losing seasons. I'm due. For you're you're due. Vikings are due to win for a while. Packers are due to lose. I'm due for a win. Yeah, dude. Packers, I mean, we're probably due for a losing season, hopefully just not next year, because Aaron Rodgers will be down after that, and who knows if he'll even be here next year. So um, maybe we will have a losing season because we get rid of them. It's all up in the air. But I'm just prepared for the worst right now because I can kind of see it coming, and I just got to remember that I've experienced more joy than anybody else has in this time. I don't want to hear it. I mean, Patriots are the only other team that have been as good as the Packers in the past 20 years. All right, anyways, uh, any other comments from this past week? We got a a wild playoff race going on right now. I'm ready to move on to Week 15 games, if you are. Have Um, you you like? I have not looked at them quite yet, to be honest, but uh, do you see them? Do you have them pulled up right now? I do. Do you want me to read them to you? Yeah, do you got the spreads by chance too? Yep, yep, I'm up, I'm up on FanDuel right now, so they're all live. Okay, okay. So Thursday, oh, hey, I'm hosting now. All right. You're picking. 
Hey, we got Seahawks Niners Thursday night. Niners are three and a half point favorites. That's it. That's Versus exactly what I was thinking. We pound them, right? It's a trap, though. Brock Purdy can't do it twice in a row. That's what they're. Not a about. trap. Not a trap. We pound them. I think. I think I love the Niners there. I took Buccaneers plus three and a half, and I won't make the same mistake twice. I, I think. I think we crushed Niners this week. I think we do too. I think it's the only right bet. Even if you buy a point back and then just crush it, like I think taking minus two and a half is just easy money. I'm going to withdraw all the money in my 401k and put it on the Niners minus three and a half. It's the only safe investment out there. And as your financial advisor, I would say that's smart. It's the only thing that makes sense for my lifestyle. So I'm going to buy that condo in Florida faster than you think. Yep. A Roth RI. IRA is not going to double your money that quick. So, all right, new no one game. We got a absolute lock too. Vikings minus four and a half against the Colts. Ooh, Saturday. I think this is a huge game for the Vikings. They stand on their heads and they win this game by two touchdowns. Um, you know what? I think the Vikings win by a field goal Saturday on a on a Saturday. It's a calling card. You think so, I'm worried about Jeff Saturday? I would be if I were you. I mean, Colts, Matt Ryan, Jeff Saturday on a Saturday. Matt Ryan? Yeah. He like leads the league in turnovers this year, and he's played like half the amount of games that anybody else has. That was until he played the soft Viking defense. Soft. Yeah, their front's not. They have. I don't know if you know this guy named Zadarius Smith. You're familiar? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. A little bit. And then yeah, they one got player, Hunter. you got 10 others you need to play, too. Yeah, Daniel Hunter. Hmm. All right, I'll think about it. I'm not set in stone. To be honest, I don't even want to bet on that game. <laughs> it doesn't feel right either way. I think the Vikings dominate four and a half there. I, uh, I think I'm just going to, like, watch. And that's probably a little bit biased, but what are you going to do about it? One more note, uh, just so everybody's on the same page. We have Saturday games and Sunday games. Since there's a limbo land with bowl season and there's no college football games going on, we have some NFL games playing on both days of the weekend. So if you're an NFL fan, you have a lot of what we can call primetime games because they're all by themselves. Um, Cool slot selection. Pretty much football going on all but sleeping hours this weekend. Folks, that's what you call an electric factory. Mm-hmm. All right, what else do we got? Looks like we got Ravens-Browns. Ravens-Browns. Guess the spread. Guess uh, it. To be honest, remember, Deshaun Watson's back, and the Ravens are on their third-string quarterback. Yeah, guess guess the spread. If you guess this shit, I'll be... Uh, is it Browns, like, minus two and a half or something? You nailed it. Oh, no, I swear to God, I'm looking on Google. I'm not looking at the spreads. No, you, you nailed it. It's, that sounds right. Um, it's Browns two and a half. What do you think? I might go with the Browns. Ravens' defense has been a little bit shady, and I think the Browns has their rapist himself due for a win. So that, man, uh, uh, that man's got to earn a massage this time. <laughs> if you stay away from a game, do you say that, or are you just – Push it one way or another. I'm just. I'm genuinely asking. What do you mean? 
Like, will, will you bet this game or will you stay away from it? I'm going to bet. I, I actually probably will bet Browns minus two and a half because they can Brown. win with a field goal, and that's extremely common. And with the Browns, they probably will. If they can get up with the first touchdown, they're just going to run the ball. But it's all going to rely on not getting down. I, I hate that division. I won't touch it. Yeah, I'm not going to touch the Viking game, to be honest. I don't like four and a half points. It feels like a trap every time. It I'll take four and a half. I'll probably buy two more. Okay. Uh, Bills we Dolphins. Have so many more gross games coming. Bills Dolphins. Uh, Guess the line. Uh, Bills five and a half. Seven and a half. Pew. Jeez. Is Tua playing? He's got to be. He's got to be. Um, I thought there were some injuries going on. But also, it's Miami going to the... Bears. I don't think Miami's that good. You you take seven and a half against the Dolphins? Yes, I would. I think it's a blowout game for the Bills this weekend. Hmm. I don't know. I think it's in Buffalo, dude, I think it's a blowout game. I think they show up and just beat the hell out of them. What's the over-under? 42 and a half. Are you kidding me? I'd probably just take the over on this one. Uh, mm. That's low, and it's probably not going to be the best weather conditions, but at the same time, that's really low for two pretty good offensive teams. So I'm going to take the over on this one. Forget the points. Is anybody writing these down? No, I, I just remember them. Oh, this next game is the worst. <laughs> Falcons Saints. It's a noon game Sunday. Oh boy. Um Falcons Saints. That's the line. Uh I think the Falcons are favored by right around a field goal, if not a pick'em. Uh my, oh, is Saints favored? Minus one or something? Minus four. You're shitting me. The I don't Falcons know are, the Falcons are still competing for the division. I don't know why the Saints are like there. That's that's Falcons covering. They'll probably win that game too. Jeez. I think that's an outright win spot. Yeah, something like that. I mean, I think the Buccaneers will make the playoffs, but I think the Falcons will win this game. I think game. the Falcons win that game too. Falcons have a better more to play for, too, you know? It's at New Orleans. That's Ooh. A good thing. What? Lions Jets. Oh, I, I remember. I think I heard this one. Wasn't it Jets minus two? Plus one right now. It changed? Lions are favored? Lions are minus one right now. Ooh, dude. I might fade the Lions. They won me money last week, but I think they're Ooh, good. I don't know if I can fade the Lions after what they did this week. I, there's a there's a certain mental factor too in these games where you just win a big one. Like remember the Vikings in Buffalo? Didn't they come back and like get shit on against the Cowboys? Wasn't that back to back? Yeah, dude, they won thirty three thirty, and they come back and they got beat forty to three. So I think there's a mental factor when you win a big game and the other team, I, the Jets, also. Are they back to Zach Wilson now because they have no, – No, 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 no. Zach Wilson will probably not see a snap again as a Jet. So they're doing third string. I think Mike White's still playing. He literally went to the – he went to the hospital after the game. Yeah, I think he's fine though. 
Regardless, Lions will not see the points that they saw against the Vikings. Uh, whoever plays at quarterback, all we know is that the Jets are not going to give up very many touchdowns. Uh, they're going to have to settle for a lot of field goals if they can even move the ball effectively. Jets' defense is insane and very respectable right now. So um, I'd probably, probably I'd roll with the Jets on this one. I think money line will probably go back and forth for the next three days. A lot will come out in the news and people will be injured or called out, whatever. I think the Jets are due for a win here. They're a good team and they're run as long as they have a competent quarterback who can hand the ball off, I think they're still gonna win. I uh do not hate that. Um, give me this game. I'm interested. Uh, Cardinals-Broncos. Two pretty bad teams. I think Kyler Murray's out now. Uh, are Broncos favored in that game? Yeah. Where do you, how am I, what do you think? Either three or four. Maybe three and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, probably. I, and I, I probably think you want to take the Cardinals in that. No. Cardinals is a trap. They're not that good. <laughs> But the Broncos are worth the shit? They look good against the Chiefs. No. I'm they, not saying they're good. Um, they did. Chiefs closed out game. Game. It's just a matter of when they stop playing Russell Wilson. If Russell Wilson, they just say, fuck it, let's just keep him healthy. Why even play him? Uh, they'll lose that game. But if they have Russell Wilson, I think that they can win a game. And it's... In my mind, two and a half and under is all pick so you just got to choose who you think is going to win. There's very little probability that if they don't win, they won't cover. So I don't know. I'm different about that with the two and a half. Uh, I used to be the same way, but... Yeah. What I've uh, heard too many times. There's two more games I'm interested in for this next week. One of them is Bengals-Buccaneers. Uh, Bengals probably got them by like five, right? I would take Bengals six and a half. I think they kill them. Oh, right. I don't know. Buccaneers kind of got shit on. Uh, they come back and maybe keep it close. They're they're a good team. They have a no, good defense. Not. No, they're not. No, they're not. I don't think the Bucks are a good team. They're they not. Have, good. They have a good defense. No, they nope. usually hold teams to under twenty points. No, yeah, they have a good defense when their offense wants to do something. But I I think they're done. If the under is anything less than four, if the under is forty-three or under, I think that I'll take the under in that game. I just think it's going to be ugly. So forty-three and a half right now. You going to bomb it? Yeah, I probably probably hit the under on that one. I'm just hitting the under on that. I'm fucking right unders these days, dude. It's fun because sometimes you can get some satisfaction just cheering on defenses. Like, imagine a team goes all the way to the twenty yard line, gets a turnover, and you're like fucking cheering. Where normally you'd be pissed off. I mean, it's it's certain satisfaction of seeing when shitty things happen, you get actually happy. So it's like hedging your emotions. That's um, fair. One more Packers Rams. Uh, Packers are probably favored by about a field goal. I'm guessing. Probably three or four touchdowns. Honestly, they're so good. Packers? Oh, shut up, dude. Uh, for real though, what is it? Uh, holy shit! 
Guess what they're guess what the Packers are favored by. I guess okay, so it's gonna be more than a field goal, so I'm gonna switch it to about six points. Seven. Oh, that makes it scarier. I would not That's bet a the Packers. crazy line. I wouldn't bet the Packers. Not against after seeing Baker Mayfield play well. Packers minus seven. Nah, fuck Baker. I don't I don't believe that at all. Rams Rams have basically a mini buy. They played Thursday and now they'll play Monday. So they got some time to prepare. That's not a mini buy. That's less than like a buy. Packers did get a buy themselves though, too. So I think I'm gonna see the Packers there. I won. Um, maybe just bet the under. <laughs> I love this, dude. I'm fucking. I'm just balling on unders these days. You I are. Mean, you're, you're a sick pup. I know it's fucking awful, but I actually. What is it like? Forty two, forty three. This under. Yeah. Thirty nine and a half. You are fucking kidding me. God damn it! They're gonna force me into the over, and it's a trap. Fuck. What do you mean it's a trap? It's it's not going to hit. This is going to be the ugliest game known to man. And it's not even going to see 40 points. But you have to bet it when it's 39. God damn it, dude. They're two decent teams. But, oh, fuck. All right. Um, anything else you want to wrap up with NFL? Any headlines? Any uh, Any plugs? Uh, besides the fact that Kirk is the GOAT, uh, no, I'm pretty clean here. Well, Kirk is my cuckold, so I wouldn't call him the GOAT, but, uh, he, uh, he treats me well. He's a gentleman. Doesn't satisfy me in the right ways, though, so. What do we got left? Uh, just one thing. We got one more thing. Uh, we'll talk a little bit of MLB. We don't have to make this too long, but, uh. Yeah. All right. This is the best yeah, baby. I'll let you take the lead. I got notes because I didn't follow it that well. I saw the Brewers made some moves, but uh, all right. Yeah. All right. Well, the offseason's been a little bit crazy. Have you followed along with any of it? Yeah, I saw that Yankees gave like a fucking both their testicles and half their penis for Aaron Judge. So. And it looks like the Padres offered them more than what the Yankees were trying to give him. Which is crazy. I'd rather live in California. Yeah, but he's stuck to the Yanks. That's gross. Fuck those guys. Uh, the baseball has just been crazy this year. Um, I got another note. Uh, Twins. Who do, you, do you follow a team in general? Oh, Braves. Braves. That's yep, right. I'm a Braves fan. Um, Twins, Gio Urshela. Went to yep, the Angels, Urshula. I saw also, one big note around the cities was the Twins got a new logo. Did you see that? I did. I liked a lot of them. Besides the that one M they had on their hat, it looked like a like a Mariners M almost. It looked like, uh, yeah, that's what I thought too. The M, it looked like a copycat, and also it yeah. looked unoriginal and with the colors that the Twins had, that was kind yep. of ugly. But otherwise, I liked the TC colors and stuff. I thought they were all. They've, all, they've always had that TC a little bit, though. That's nothing too new. But, yeah, I thought that was kind of neat. But I remember that got released, and I looked at some of it. I'm like, they were hyping this up for, like, a whole week. And I was like, oh, this might be kind of cool. Because if you've ever been to Target Field, on the far end, there's, like, a, a pretty decent kind of big logo. If you look it up on uh, 
Google or something, if you have a bit of target field, there's this big logo and there's like these two guys holding the bat and then right between them is the Minnesota River or whatever runs through Minneapolis between St. Paul and Minneapolis. I thought they'd use that logo because that's kind of cool. It's what, you and uh, Lance Thompson? <laughs> what? <laughs> you and Lance, Lance Thompson holding the bat together? Yeah, pretty much, man. Uh, he remembers those JJV days. I fucking almost got a concussion and died one time, but I made it through. Uh, I told him I could play, and he's just like, no, you can't play. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to play anyways. <laughs> Oh, dude, Lance Thompson. I hadn't heard that name in fucking years. Nah, he's, he's pretty much guarded around here. Yeah, shit, dude. Yeah, that's right. He was my JJV coach for one year. Then I, uh, then I, Tyler Larson wrote me in, and I got some mad hours at the swimming pool. Got that mean tan, worked on my whistle flip. That's huge. It's fucking wild, dude. Um, all right, what were we talking about? Oh, uh, another note, Mets, Mets picked up, uh, they retained both Diaz, they picked up Verlander, and... Hey, Jordan. you know, hey, Travi, Travi, stop. Right here, I am so glad the Mets paid what they did for Edwin Diaz. Oh. It's, it's going to sell tickets, first of all. People love that trumpet. Go ahead and pay what you want for a guy that's going to close you games. Yeah, He's not going to close you games. He doesn't do anything for you. Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I thought that it's... Uh, really I don't know. But they also got rid of Jacob deGrom, I saw. Yeah, to the Rangers. Yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, I'm glad he's not in the NL East anymore. <laughs> that's true that's very but then, true but then they signed DeGrom the next day or not DeGrom but uh, Verlander yeah yeah it was a quick turnaround uh, Kate Upton said that they also had an offer from the Yankees but they didn't want to go there so they went to the other team in New York no chance no chance Did, how would they have money to afford him they said that they were allegedly paying more than the Mets were there's no way they were. Huh. I, I I don't know. I'm just going off of hearsay. I thought it was just kind of funny that Kate Upton chirped up on uh, the fucking Yankees. Yeah, it was random of her. Like, she's got anything to fight for. It's like, lady, you don't need to speak up. Like, you know, she has the boobies, though. Yeah, that's all you need. <laughs> she's, got the, she's got the guy. And also, I've said this multiple times on this podcast. Verlander's an ugly guy. I have no idea why she married him. Yeah, dude, he's got a nasty hook. I mean, he does. what are you going to do? But I guess he, he's good with the fingers. I don't know if that's a yeah. thing. You guys got a nasty hook. <laughs> okay, so there's a big thing between the Brewers and the Braves and a couple other things. The main thing I took out of it was the Brewers um, got Contreras and uh, it looks like Jaeger. Who do you guys give up again and get? We give up... Uh, well, you gave up Contreras, but who did you guys get for the Braves? We gave up Contreras, which is one of my one of my favorite guys. Honestly, he has been... He was all last year. 
He's got an electric bat. He's a good catcher. He'll DH. Yeah, dude. Brewers are fucking winning the pennant this year. But the catcher we got is very good. Who is it? Uh, Sean, uh, Jesus. But he's like top five, uh, Hmm. Yeah, I uh, I don't remember who that was. I only took a couple notes. I don't really have anything for the Braves, to be honest. Um, I just know that there's that major trade that happened. Yeah, they um, got one piece, and that was the only reason why. Yeah. But Brewers did trade Hunter Renfro, an outfielder, Colton Wong, and Diaz we gave up. Or, uh, my bad, Manny Pena we gave up. And uh, so it was nice to get... Contreras get another catcher in well, there. We I actually, I actually love that guy. Like, yeah, we'll treat him well over here. There's one of my favorite players. He's got an unreal bat. I think you guys will like him. So he's gonna be the reason that we beat you guys in the playoffs. Well, I don't think we're gonna do this in the playoffs, but yeah, we gotta make the playoffs first. No, I'm pretty happy with where the Sean Murphy. I'm pretty happy with where uh, the Braves' future is going. Yeah, I don't. I like it. Uh, it's so early. We're gonna make some more moves. We've got we got a ton of pitchers. I didn't like giving up Colton Wong, but you gotta give up some to be able to afford other people. I think that um, Contreras could treat us well. We keep adding to the bullpen. It's insane. We just Contreras will be way nice for you guys. I think. Yeah. I loved him. I loved him. If you look up most of Brewer's movements, which he, here's what I like. It seemed like uh, if you look at the overview of last year's offseason moves, we didn't make many. All we did was we tried to retain who we had. And this year we're kind of moving around a little bit. I think missing the playoffs was a big deal. And so now we decided to go out of our way to make a couple moves and actually take some action to do something. So it's kind of cool. You know, um, if something's not working, do something about it. And Brewers are actually doing something for once for a small market team that, you know, it, Packers are guilty of the same thing. It seems like we don't make many moves. All we ever do is try to, like, draft and retain. Uh, maybe it's a Wisconsin thing, but uh, it's good to see the Brewers doing something different for once. Keep Willie Adams. That's all I care about. Maybe McCutcheon. Make some magic happen at the bats. We've always had. William Adams is coming to the ATL. What's that? William Adams is coming to the ATL. Is that actually rumors? Uh, not realistic. <laughs> <In laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah. Multiple reports have been made that he's uh, in talks. Hey, people been people been talking. Yeah, no, but I have heard the talks straight from this pod, dude. Yeah. Um, anything else? Uh, I did see the Cubs, unfortunately, got Cody Bellinger. That is going to stink, playing Cody I'm, so many times a year. I'm worried about where Dansby Swanson's going to end up. Where do you think he's going? Uh, well, his, light, or his wife is a professional soccer player in Chicago. 
Yeah. Don't bring him. Uh, go to the Sox, maybe. Go to the Sox. Just don't go to the Cubs, please. I, I, I don't know if I can mentally handle that right now. I would go fucking insane if the Cubs turn into having a good team this quickly. They're supposed to be bad. They're supposed to rebuild for a couple of years. They're not supposed to be, like, firing up and ready to win the fucking Central again this fast. All right, so looking ahead to next year, what would what do you think and who's like maybe some of the dark horses? Who do you think might, you know, make a run in the who, who might be somebody who might surprise us? There's always a couple teams each year that do something wild. Uh, I know there's a lot of teams down right now and I know I'm a, I'm a Braves fan, but uh our roster right now, under the age of thirty, is pretty on, on like just ridiculous, just unloaded. Oh, so sorry. you cut out a little there. What were you saying? I think the Atlanta Braves roster next year, if they can stay healthy, is going to be one of the best in baseball. I uh, it hurts to say I think the Cardinals will. What do you think? Are, they have some young talent, but they're about to lose a lot of their core. I I don't think. That, no, I don't think so. I really don't think so. I don't know. I uh, they always surprise me. I can't count them out of anything. I don't think they get enough young talent right now to really earn their name in the spotlight, or however you want to put it. I guess. I think yeah. the Brewers. I think the Brewers are much more deserved than they are. And I think, I think they I think they'll show that this year. I think on paper Brewers should win the division and potentially make a run in, but Packers you thought looking at paper we we're going to be the best too and uh I don't want to get my hopes up about anything. I would I would hey buddy, I would have never agreed with that. I would have never agreed with the Packers, but I would sign off on the Brewers, so hmm. Okay, well, we got your stamp of approval, though, so that's at least good. That's all we can ask for, to be honest. But it's also hard to tell what's going to happen the rest of the way. So Yeah, it's also literally, there's such a long offseason yet. It's snow yeah. on the ground in fucking December. Spring yeah. training just comes so much faster than you think. It's insane. There's just a couple sports that seem to last the whole entire year. Uh baseball gets over and i mean that that goes into end of october and we've only been off it a month and spring training will start before we know it like there's a couple sports that just seem to always be going that's one of them it feels like hockey never ends to be honest it feels like they have maybe a month of off yeah i completely agree for the teams that end up going to the stanley cup or the playoffs like i feel like they have no time off yeah I would suck to be honest. You uh, you can't do your NBA trip to the fucking Bahamas for a month after the season ends. Go with like fucking all your other NBA buddies. You can't go to Disneyland if you're a, a football guy. Yeah, what do you get? You just like hang out and can't. No. <laughs> uh. All right. Um. Anything you want to add before we uh we close out? Let me check out, make sure I haven't 
Yeah, Micah, I was looking at something while you're taking your bathroom break, and it looked like a lot of people were saying stuff for Mike Leach. Fortunately, he died. I can't remember if we talked about that or not. But uh, we did not. He uh, he did some funny on. things. He did some funny things. I was looking at one of these videos that some reporter said he did. Basically, one thing uh, that he did to prank a coach back when he was at Oklahoma, he when they were playing Texas, which is a big rivalry game, you know, he did this drop. He basically had a fake drop play and then he had his regular playbook and he was trying to give it to the other head coach and test their honesty so he'd make a play on this fake one that he wanted the other team to see and then he set up a, a complimentary play that went to the complete other side of the field and what he did was he told uh he told one of his players to put it like on his drops like uh his strap on his pants and it was supposed to fall out and it was supposed to be convincing and the Texas coach noticed, and he just kind of grabbed it. They reviewed it right because they dropped it at pregame. And it ended up where there's a couple of plays where it was busted coverages, and they ended up absolutely roasting the defense just because they were anticipating these plays that he set up. It was just a fake. Yeah. That's a wild story. That is pretty good. He was playing fucking mind games with the other coach in a rivalry game versus Texas. It's kind of OG status, honestly. That is pretty good. That's smart. Yeah. Anyways, uh, hey, thanks for coming on, though, Reese. It was good to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me, Travi. Yeah, definitely. Um, pleasure. Everybody, uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, hope you have a good week. We're closing in on Christmas. We're closing in on bowl games. Uh, best of luck to any of your teams moving into the you know following weeks. Thanks.